1: I come out of the black community in terms of my support. They're the only African American woman that had ever been elected to the United States Senate. No, my point is. No, that's that's not true. true. The that's other one not is true. here. <laughs> <first> <laughs> after, so my point is. Listen to me, baby. That's all you got to do. The Me Too movement has forced a cultural reckoning around the issue of sexual violence and harassment against women in America. Are there specific actions that you would take early in your administration to address this problem? We have to just change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. What? No, I really mean it. it, it, make, it it's a gigantic issue.
4: Oh, yeah. You are fake too. If you don't start making more sense, we're going to have to put you in a hole. Very fake. You already put me in a hole. I'll be you. honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. free whoever he is. up to
5: Big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. Best of luck to the 19th. Your friends say they know
2: you won't quit, and we'll finish it. All right, go, go! In five,
4: four, three. Two. I I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yeah, Fuck yeah. it. Do it live. I can it, right, and we'll do it live.
0: Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome.
6: What's
0: up? Popsicle time is back. Yeah. You know what sort of reaction that uh, that elicits. So, what? Well, you you have to read the super chats, not me. So Everybody knows
6: already. Hats out of the bag. <laughs>
0: Oh, I thought well. There's that angle on it too. I was going on a different angle, but sure. Uh, this
6: isn't even shaped like a penis. I, I know.
0: know it's carefully selected, so it's yeah. not phallic. But people will react the way they choose to. <laughs> Plenty to talk about tonight. You heard a little bit of it in the intro there. Poor Grandpa Joe. He he can't help himself. I mean, I don't think there's that much to say about this debate. We will go through it mostly boring, mostly you know, congratulating each other and patting each other on the back. But Joe Biden just can't help himself. And these gaffes, he's saying insane things like we're going to punch at the issue of domestic violence. And then people are laughing at him. And and he's like, what? (laughs) He's oblivious to why they're laughing at him. You know, even the wit to you're going to say if you're in the business of talking, as we demonstrate on this show all the time, you're going to say silly things Mm -hmm. periodically. But if you lack the mental presence to recognize what you've said and why people laugh. That's not a good sign. So we'll see if your sympathy carries through, if you feel bad for old grandpa Joe and I he's, do,
6: and I feel kind of bad about his son's situation too. Real? I mean, well, now well, he has a
0: new grandchild. Yeah. Apparently. But the question
6: is like, how responsible is a parent for having a child? That's just a total degenerate piece of shit.
0: I did not know the true depths of Hunter Biden's degeneracy. Uh, I I think I've heard of some of this before, but I was not aware until this week. So we'll go through that as well. After we uh, catch up on EU Ambassador Gordon Sunlin's testimony, he either confirmed a Trump quid pro quo with Ukraine and Ukrainian President Zelensky, or he outright denied a quid pro quo with Ukraine and Ukrainian President Zelensky, depending on the coverage.
6: There was some right wing spin on this.
0: There is, but part of that is it was framed incorrectly from the start. And part of the confusion and I think the competing coverage is what he's saying. Uh, you you can't really put it into like a chiron or a neat headline. It's sort of, it has some nuance. It has some detail. And yeah. we'll go through it. Do I think that uh, the Orange Man is finally finished and the walls are closing in? No, absolutely not. But uh, we'll try to be as honest as we can in discussing what was said. There was a big fight in the NFL last Thursday night in which uh, one guy hit another guy over the head with his own helmet. I saw it live while I was editing a video, and uh, yeah, I turned away to see what that was all about. And now the main attacker says he was actually called a racial slur to prompt the incident. Mm. So uh, I hope you're not expecting evidence for this, but I think it's a—it's sort of a hoax hate case and speaking yeah. of hoax hate i've got three additional cases to close the show a trio of entertaining ones i think you'll like and of course uh we will take super chats on youtube or Streamlabs in between topics 10 bucks and up on the sunday show because we are no good low down money grabbers uh and and d live as well i've been in touch with the d live people and i'm told that uh, in fact I, I think i can see a few messages on d live coming through right now so thank you for being patient with my inability and misunderstanding of how to run DLive, but I think I might be caught up, so we'll check in with them, too. And, of course, it will be all this and more in your favorite couple of hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special deals from listener-owned businesses, of course. This week, our feature business is uh, our friends over at Phoenix Ammunition. Phoenix is a family-owned company dedicated to providing the highest quality American-made ammunition products for competitive shooting, tactical training, range use, or uh, self-defense. Whatever your purpose, Phoenix has a product for you. Their goal is to ensure every American citizen has the tools needed to protect themselves and to train accordingly. Based out of Metro Detroit, Phoenix Ammunition ships to customers all across the United States and is proud to supply companies like Trigicon, kel and Terran Tactical Innovations If it's good enough for those names, it is certainly good enough for me, and that's why I'm happy every time I see the UPS guy throwing out his back, dragging a 50-pound box from Phoenix up to my doorstep. Phoenix offers listeners of this show 5% off all their products using the promo code MCLISTENER. Find everything you need from Phoenix, plus other deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Sonoran Defense Technologies, Charity Swipes, and flyover states and black rifle garb that's at matt slash deals deals for listeners by listeners a couple of uh announcements uh, of course it is thanksgiving week upcoming so happy thanksgiving to all of our audience of course and uh we're not doing a call-in show on wednesday night so enjoy time with your family and your friends and uh have a good meal and we'll catch you for the call-in show as usual next week And then Sunday's show will likely be abbreviated. We'll probably do maybe an hour show on on Sunday. Historically, I think we did a show last year, but historically, or at least the first two years, that was like the only show we took off was, uh, was Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yes, I will, I have some, some things planned. So, you know, we'll, we'll just scale back next Sunday's episode. It has been a while
6: since we've taken a Sunday off.
0: I can't remember the last time we didn't do a show outright. I, it might be Thanksgiving two years ago. I don't know.
6: Yeah. I missed a Wednesday show like a month or two ago.
0: Yeah. Was it? So um, so we will be back next Sunday as normal. We'll just be on for a little bit shorter, I think. And then uh, an update on the video syncing issue, because this, again, I've been in touch with YouTube and again, they've assured me that it's fixed, even though mm-hmm. it's not. But one thing I noticed when investigating this on YouTube, so as you guys know, sometimes after the video processes, after we're live, YouTube has our audio about five seconds off of our video and it's Ugh. really annoying to watch. I keep talking about it and I'm trying to fix it because it's so annoying and it's a unique YouTube problem. But I noticed this week it appears to be a browser-based issue. I had different reports from different people. At first, I thought it might be geographic because YouTube But if stores... it
6: includes Chrome, then who cares? That's what everybody uses.
0: Chrome... So it looks like the problem is specific... In my testing, Chrome... Brave and Firefox, although Safari on Mac worked fine and mobile appears to work fine. So if you're one of the people affected by this annoying issue that YouTube says is fixed, but isn't fixed. One, try a different browser. Two, if you want to watch on mobile, try mobile. Three, if you'd rather not deal with any of that noise, bit head you. on over to Bitchute or DLive. If you, they're always linked in the description. DLive replays are under the replay tab. Uh, over on DLive, you can find them there. And then uh, there's some other update from YouTube. I guess we have super stickers now. What is that? In the chat. They just enabled this today. I got a message. It looks like super chats, but with animated GIFs. So I assume they work the same. But if you happen to send one of those, be patient with us if there's some kind of complication. Because once again, YouTube has just rolled out a new feature or a new change without saying jack shit about it. So we'll see. We'll see if it works. It, it looks like a super chat in which you get a dancing cat or something nice to go along with it. You know, basic animations that Twitch and Twitch and other places have had for years. Uh, like D life has gifts too. So anyway, uh, Hey, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died again over the yeah. weekend. Is that accurate? What happened with her?
6: So she was admitted to the hospital for, she was being treated for a possible infection, but they came out with some kind of like exhaustion, chills, fever, excuse. And then she just got IV antibiotics and fluids. Her symptoms totally went away, and then she emerged later in the day.
0: No, just magically we healed. Forget, yeah, magically Did healed. she Lest stay overnight at the hospital?
6: Uh, later in the day, or she stayed overnight, but she wasn't there no. for that long. Um, she has had four occurrences of cancer, including two in the past year. She had lung cancer surgery in December and received radiation treatment for a tumor on her pancreas in August.
0: And, of course, just had a stomach bug and missed work, what, like two weeks ago? Mm. It was really recent. I mean... Just
6: retire, you spiteful old bitch. Retire.
0: (laughs) She's on spite fumes, for sure. For sure. But uh, those are powerful in keeping an old lady alive. And that's if you're one of the few people who actually believes that she's alive. Uh, I would say that believing she's alive is right up there with believing Epstein did kill himself. But it's not quite as insane.
6: Conspiracies.
0: Yeah, I mean, seriously speaking, whether she's, uh, whatever her health condition, and whether she's actually going to work or not, she's not doing any of her own work. That is a 100% guarantee. She has staff doing this stuff for her, even if she is physically present at the arguments at the Supreme Court. She is doing nothing.
6: The frequency of her hospital visits are making me more hopeful that she's going to die soon.
0: I was listening to Sticks talk about how if she were to retire or or die, you know, be off the court for whatever reason, that it would actually be a net negative for Trump and Republicans because he think he thinks it would inspire uh, Democratic or left wing enthusiasm. You share that view or you think it would be?
6: No, it would be sweet. The Supreme Court Mm. um, securing the Supreme Court seats. It's like one of the only things. Trump is doing right for the long-term future.
0: Who would it motivate more or just both? Would it motivate conservatives or liberals more? I mean, I think liberals
6: are pretty motivated right now.
0: I suppose, Uh, yeah. Trump derangement is a a good reason to get out there.
6: Oh, come uh, on. The live chat's like, you're so terrible. She's an ancient lady not doing any (laughs) of her own work, refusing to retire out of spite.
0: She had a good run. She had a great run.
6: Oh, come on. I'm like, I can't say that. I wish her well. I wish her a long, happy life.
0: She's had one. And, you know, I'm not wishing, I'm not hoping for misfortune, but I think we have to be realistic, even politics aside, about whether someone can, in fact, or is, in fact, doing the job. And I don't believe that she is. I think she's just no, of course a not, but she barely warm body sitting there. I wouldn't there. Yeah.
6: be wishing that she would die if she would just retire like Did a Did you actually wish thing. that she
0: died? Maybe I misheard it.
6: Uh, yeah, I totally said that. I mean, oh, okay. Well, well I'm chat, just... Sorry about that.
0: I'm so used to your musings that they don't. I'm totally <laughs> desensitized. You hoping someone dies is a, a feature uh, at least once an episode. I mean, I
6: don't hope that she dies, but, you know, if she retired, I would not have such sentiments. I'd be like, oh, she can live as long as she wants now. I don't care.
0: And Blonde is known for her forgiveness. Yeah. And her moving, her, her never holding a grudge against anyone. That's mm. if one thing's true.
6: I am drinking Sprite, though.
0: That's, so you've forgiven them that quickly. Good I have you. to
6: have Sprite. I drank a ginger ale today and I was like, this is garbage. What, why
0: not seven up? What's the no, deal with seven up? I want
6: Sprite. I don't know what to tell you. It's oh. gotta be Sprite.
0: Particular cravings. You say, what's that about?
7: I don't
0: know. I'm moving on. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you're still not banned on Patreon somehow, even though you told them to eat shit or whatever it is you said I when did. they told, when they emailed you.
6: It's cause I never make videos.
0: That's one way around it. I guess Mr. Medecker banned on Patreon. Frankly, I'm, surprised that he survived as long as he did. Good for him. Yeah. But I guess this is, this is because he's been making trans surgery videos and posting them to BitChute. That is the claim, at least according to what he says. Although I don't, I don't think I've seen anything from Patreon. I haven't seen Patreon say anything. But uh, if you are a Medicare fan and you want to support him, he does have a Subscribestar and a New Project 2 set up, so you can support him.
6: Unpopular opinion. Hmm. That's a more legitimate reason for banning than the poli- than like sargon
0: why though they're both fundamentally speech
6: Ugh, but have you seen those videos they're so yeah, they're, disgusting
0: they're graphic but does patreon have any rules against graphic imagery it's not I really I mean, don't, wouldn't you
6: say that graphic imagery is worse than speech
0: i would consider it fundamentally speech like the depiction yeah, i of agree things.
6: i'm just playing not the batting. action i don't actually itself. think you should have been banned
0: no, That's but yeah, I mean, Patreon makes the rules up as they go. So I, I wouldn't consider it surprising. Uh, just, you know, we just want to note these things. And uh, in case you were hanging on to hope about Patreon reversing course, that does not seem like it's going to happen. But uh, but he'll be fine, I'm sure. Uh, Sam, Sam Tripoli had his YouTube channel, uh, at least temporarily banned, comedian Sam Tripoli Uh, he was spec or people were speculating it had to do with this non-commercially viable clause in the new youtube terms but those aren't set to take effect until the 10th of december so it's kind of unclear but what is clear is that he apparently had some help from joe rogan who went yelling at the right people at youtube and i guess got this reversed his channel's now been reinstated so uh so there's your you know latest youtube banning but it looks like that has been reversed Anyway, I am, uh, I'm burying the headline because, of course, the biggest news of the week, the biggest scandal of the week is not what we'll get to later, but uh, I think this, this happened Monday or early in the week. Eric Swalwell, the question, I guess, of whether or not Eric Swalwell in fact ripped a massive fart live on Hardball on MSNBC. I'm sure you've seen the footage by now, but you decide for yourself if you haven't.
2: The evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard. From-
0: so this is slow motion. If you want to really notice the pause and the expression on his face.
2: Cheat an election. <laughs> okay. I
6: feel uh-huh. for him as somebody that can no longer control their farts. I, <laughs> I feel for him. I mean, that's that's clearly. Clearly a fart. And he stopped talking when it happened. And leading up to it, he had a look like, I'm going to fart.
0: Based on the sound alone, Hardball tweeted this out. They're saying it was a mug that was dragged across the desk. Based on the sound alone with headphones, seems sort of plausible to me because it kind of sounds like that. And then the sound isn't muffled like it would be by clothing or if it was on the other side of your body from a microphone. But... The one, thing I can't, no. the one thing I can't get around is the perfectly timed pause, particularly uh, because Eric Swalwell in a text to reporters uh, or a reporter at Buzzfeed says it wasn't me and I didn't hear it when I was speaking. Well, if you didn't even hear it, how is it that you just unnaturally paused right in yeah. perfect timing with it? That just doesn't make sense to me. And that's what I can't get around. Even if I'm trying to take this mug explanation. I mean, I don't know. I It's it's the timing. It's the look on his face. It's the timing. I I can't get around those things. So I guess I'm team, uh, team Eric Swalwell farted. And really... Sucks uh,
6: though. That sucks for him. <laughs> I think we can <laughs> well, all agree we've been in a situation where we've farted at the wrong time.
0: Well, the other thing to consider here is it looks like Eric Swalwell has had a habit of doing this for a while. I just don't yeah. think that we've noticed. Check this out. Here's some past clips.
2: I'm the only candidate on this stage calling for a ban and buyback of every single assault weapon in America. But I will always okay. be real with you. I will be bold without the bold.
0: And this, this is uh, questioning Alexander Vindman at the, um, at the impeachment hearings. Mr.
2: Swalwell. Thank you both. Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, I think the follow-up question that my colleague from New York did not ask you but is relevant for everyone at home...
0: <laughs> okay. Credit to Benny Johnson oh. on Twitter for the last one. Oh, it was a fun story. Poor Eric Swalwell. Yeah, ironic that this this um, whether or not it's true, this will this was more long lasting and will stick with him more so than his actual run for president. That's undoubtedly true. Can People will remember a worse
6: this. job than just just campaigning. It would just be a yeah, nightmare. it would suck something like this happens you fart one time and then it's the, your legacy for the rest of your life You're well it's fart even high.
0: worse if 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 in fact he didn't do this it, it was not him and it just the circumstances are such that it looks like it was and he's remember that's the worst of all then he didn't even fart and he still gets he still gets a label he still gets that gets that label yeah. and that memory anyway all right moving on uh, Did you see the attack the the Another attack of a very fulfilled, happy young feminist at uh, Chico State University in California. There was some sort of small protest happening there at Chico State. Uh, Michael Curry, the uh, president of the school's College Republican Club, stood beside this protester with a uh, All Lives Matter sign. The protester had a sign that said Black Trans Lives Matter, so he's responding to this, I guess. The protesting girl uh, takes his sign and then hits him before freaking out verbally.
3: Oh, no, he's oh, oh, he's I'm gonna step back now. That was a battery charge. I'll try. You're the one
7: who fucking the entire fucking internet. Hey, fucking it's your I'm fucking sorry. fault i don't want to take He's you. just standing there. you the fucking. My that's 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 good. Good. Face, my fucking. Safety. Fuck you. Is that a dude? You're <laughs> my Your guess baby. is as good as mine.
3: <laughs>
6: what are these creatures? I don't according, even understand anymore.
0: <laughs> they're very happy, fulfilled, uh, feminist believers, just like mm. the rest of them, according to Curry. So the guy who was being yelled at, the president of the college Republicans, there. The whole exchange started because he had a table in a public area on campus and the protesting students began playing loud music near the table. He intervened with his makeshift sign about all lives mattering, and that is what was met with the at least small-scale violence. Chico, uh, Chico State Police say the incident is still under investigation, so we'll find out if there's any justice to be had. Or maybe Man. he's brought to justice for his crimes.
6: Oh, what I <laughs> i would be so mad
0: (laughs) we'll see i mean it is california but uh you know i'd like to hope that there might be some punishment for that young lady and uh
6: androgynous
0: counterpart i I guess that that person didn't do anything just yelled but
6: that mexican tranny or whatever as always (laughs) the root of feminism is like just having to cope with being an unattractive female
0: yeah, and uh, and just kind of perpetuating it, unfortunately, you know.
6: Yeah, I mean, both those people are just accostingly ugly. That's what feminism is about. Like, oh, it's kind of nobody a wants to prophecy. bang me. Yeah. yeah, look at how ugly I can make myself. How much I can lower my sexual market value. How aggressive I can be. What a bitch.
0: There's updates. Uh, there are updates in the Jussie Smollett case. So first off. Jussie is now suing the city of Chicago for malicious prosecution, claiming he was the victim of quote mass public ridicule and harm. This is a countersuit to the lawsuit for one hundred thirty thousand dollars the city has against uh, Jussie for wasting their time on what looks like a sham investigation. In the lawsuit, Smollett also accuses the Nigerian Osundairo brothers of lying to police. So we'll see we'll see where this goes. Meanwhile, though, Kim Fox, the state attorney, who Dropped all 16 charges against Jesse after recusing herself, but not really recusing herself. She's now running for re-election and has a newly released campaign ad. Check this out.
7: Four years ago, I ran for state's attorney to change criminal justice in Cook County. I'm running again because we're only getting started. State's attorney is a tough job. Every day my office is under attack. From a president who uses our city as a punching bag. The NRA, hell-bent on letting guns flood our streets. And the FOP, <laughs> clinging to the old ways. They'll do anything to undercut progress, including attacking me personally over the Jesse Smollett case. Truth is, I didn't handle it well. I own that. But we all know those attacks aren't just about one case. They're about stopping progress in Cook County. And those voices won't tell you that on my watch, we're prosecuting more violent crimes not just low-level offenses, that gun prosecutions are up, that we're a national model for reform, and that while they focus on headlines, we put the killers of Hadiah Pendleton and Taishan Lee behind bars.
0: Can I just say, she accused other people of focusing on headlines?
7: Those are she, actual she, headlines. She's right? putting
0: actual headlines up on the screen. It's like, oh, You know, we brought somebody bad in Chicago to justice. Meanwhile, 20 other people were murdered and the case went cold. Okay, right. good for you. Yeah. All right, a little bit more.
7: Behind bars, we're on the right path to reforming criminal justice in Cook County. But there's still work to do, and I need your help. Join me. Hmm.
6: I like how she feels like she had to point out that she failed dismally in the Jesse Smollett case, but she's totally unspecific about what she did. Like, but I she owns the ball, it. But she, but I own it. It's like, well, what, what did you do specifically? Yeah. What did you do?
0: Well, that's the thing. Is like, are they? If they're attacking you personally, those are supplementary to the criticism of how you handled the case. Would any attention be on you beyond local? Were it not for your absolute bungling of the Jussie Smollett case, no, nobody would know this lady's name unless you live in Cook County or Chicago or maybe Illinois more broadly. Nobody would know who she is. Did you know though, Chicago sucks because of all those NRA members? That's why those gangster nra members and the police union it's the police union's fault that's why crime is so high the police union
6: it has nothing to do with black people also who perpetrated those crimes of the headlines that's a
0: lot of hate in that heart
6: oh come on chicago violence are we we've been doing this show for almost four years are we still going to act like most gun crime isn't perpetrated by black people or at least all i know all i
0: know is that all crime is committed in exact proportion to the demographic breakdown of the united States. I hate that's all i you
6: know. so much i hate your face that's all um, i know do we know anything about the specifics of the headlines that she used i did I, not look i, into I didn't them. look into it but no. I, i'm curious if she cherry picked those uh for some kind of racial reason
0: could be i don't know mm-hmm. uh i i did like that she noted well we have more gun prosecutions and also more violent crime prosecutions now i want to be fair because Murder in Chicago has declined a couple years in a row, but it also spiked the first two years of her tenure. So generally, the, uh, she doesn't put it together. We're, we're prosecuting more gun crimes. Also, it's not having a clear effect on violent crime in this city. Like, okay, you're getting the illegal guns off the street and people are still committing crime and killing each other in Chicago. Think
6: about it. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: did you notice too, this is subtle. But she's like, "Oh, uh, I, I'm here to reform criminal justice. I, I was elected to reform criminal justice in Cook County. Is that really the problem that criminal justice is being applied unfairly or wrongly, or is it all the crimes that are being committed? Is it the justice, or is it the crimes?"
6: We're so close. Just, just a little.
0: Just <laughs> come, no, on. Th- come on. All what? I know, all I know, is the problem in Chicago is over prosecution. Oh, yeah, it's 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 because prosecutors are mean in going after people for ticky tack offenses, like killing five people in a drug deal. Yeah, really? That sort of thing.
6: It's fine. It's okay.
0: (laughs) Imagine being such an entrenched, uh, an entrenched Democrat that you would vote for this lady over literally anybody else. You know at what point the Trump line of like, what the hell have you got to lose? Yeah. (laughs) At what point does that kick in? Never until your never. city is burned to the ground, uh, never.
6: I think that I mean, we've established that these people are happier to ruin the country than they are to admit defeat, right? I
0: suppose so. I suppose so. Anyway, we'll keep it moving, but uh there's another update on the Epstein prison guard, sort singular of, right now. Coop- I, guess. I guess cooperating with investigators or One prosecutors. Of,
6: um, I don't know. This isn't too much of a headline, but a Manhattan prison guard is willing to cooperate with federal investigation in Jeffrey Epstein's death, even though, as we talked about, was this last week or two weeks ago? We
0: mentioned it a little bit last week
6: because um, even, they were,
0: they didn't want a plea deal. Right. They didn't the, want a plea yeah. deal.
6: Even though she's been accused of goofing off while he hanged himself, her lawyer said Wednesday, right? Uh, Tova Noel. So she's one of the two people, one of the two guards did not make quote, did not make any efforts to frustrate the government's investigation following Epstein's jailhouse suicide," said her defense lawyer and Noel 31 and fellow guard Michael Thomas were indicted Tuesday on charges of conspiracy and filing false reports for allegedly fudging count slips while failing for hours to check on Epstein and other inmates um, in the ninth floor special housing unit. I mean, I would like a massive audit of these people's personal finances.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, just yeah, I and uh, well, condolences for her upcoming suicide i know for, for sure very sad but like did she recently she have herself? a
6: large sum of money transferred to an offshore account or yeah you would think did she uh does she own like 95 bitcoin now or something like that
0: <laughs> yeah that, that might be interesting to see so we'll we'll continue to follow the case perhaps we'll get more information but uh you know that i think that's a very optimistic outlook given the circumstances of this case we'll probably never know uh as a matter of fact what happened in that prison cell that day i mean
6: wouldn't you do it though you're some poor prison guard your life sucks this horrible pedophile comes in and they're like listen we're gonna throw you under the bus we're gonna say you were goofing off but we'll give you a million dollars if you just like let this guy get murdered and don't do anything about it. Yeah, I'd be like, sure. I am in, I'm yeah. in on that.
0: It's, it's certainly plausible, more plausible than hanged himself with a bed sheet or whatever else yeah. we're supposed to believe. Anyway. All right. Uh, you want to uh, talk about the debate a little bit? I'll try to be yeah. as brief as possible. Cause as I said,
6: it seemed like it was, I didn't watch the whole thing because why, but it seemed like it was unprecedented levels of just boring. Just well, so, There were a few problems.
0: <laughs> For whatever reason, a lot of the candidates decided not really to attack each other, with maybe one exception, which we'll get into. And then the other problem was this was an MSNBC debate, and it was moderated by Rachel Maddow and her friends. And it, the questions were just completely ridiculous. They're just questions that are actually fawning over these people, not really challenging them. And so what you ended up with was just kind of a you know a boring sit around a campfire singing holly holly. Hallelujah. Can I pronounce that right? You know, Kumbaya, whatever. That's what I'm going for. Kumbaya. You get the reference. Anyway, uh yeah, it was mostly uneventful, mostly a waste of time, but there were a few moments that are worthy of um worthy of discussion. First and foremost, as I mentioned, Joe Biden just uh just can't help himself at all. So, he had at least two gaffes here. Uh first, he claimed <laughs> This thing was like a, a gaff. It was like a double gaff. Take your pick on oh. what's the worst gaff. But it started out. He claimed he's from the black community in terms of his support. That's right, where Joe Biden came from, right out of the uh, mean streets of you know wherever Scranton or Delaware. Corn like where... pop.
6: He was a yeah. bad guy.
0: <laughs> that's right. He used to fight corn pop at the <laughs> at the pool until they mended fences and uh. they became brothers, and that's how he came out of the black community. Anyway. He's saying, I come out of the black community and in fact, I have support from the only black female senator while there's a different black female senator running for office, running for the same office uh, right next to him at the time. Here's how that went.
1: I'm part of that, that Obama coalition. I come out of the black community in terms of my support. If you notice, I have more people supporting me in the black community that have announced for me because they know me. They know who I am. Three former chairs of the black caucus. The only African American woman that had ever been elected to the United States Senate. African American. Range of people. No, my point no, that's is not true. true.
7: The other that's one not is true. Here. Is it, is it, is it, I said the first. So
1: the first you. No you don't. first after. So my point is
0: There's known Black American <laughs> Senator Kamala Harris laughing at him. <laughs> okay. Oof. The, I mean which one is worse? This <laughs> the next he was asked about the Me Too movement and so he brings up domestic violence. And he says we have to punch at the issue culturally. we got to keep punching at it and punching at it. And this is what I mentioned. People start laughing in the crowd at this reference. And he, he responds, no, I'm serious. This is a big issue. Oblivious to what he's saying, which is impossible to believe, but that's what happened.
1: The Me Too movement has forced a cultural reckoning around the issue of sexual violence and harassment against women in America. No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger other than in self-defense, and that's rarely ever occurs. And so we have to just change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. It will be a big... Pr- no, I really mean it. it, it, make, it it's a gigantic issue
3: okay i I don't know what's worse
6: his lack of self-awareness or what he actually said
0: i don't have this to share on screen but i'll credit uh person jake dorsch who came up with uh with this i think this is a facebook post anyway joe biden last night on domestic abuse against women we need to keep punching at it i did biden a favor and wrote a few other ideas for his next debate we have to shoot an end to gun violence we need to (laughs) beat down police brutality Cut the head off of ISIS. Don't sleep on homelessness. Inject a plan to end heroin abuse. And this is my favorite: sniff out and grab onto the issue of sexual harassment. And who better to sniff out that issue than Joe Biden, the king sniffer himself? This uh, this was one of the few attacks that I mentioned. Of course, recall this was back in August when Tulsi Gabbard basically destroyed Kamala Harris's campaign. She's not recovered. Since then, saying, listen, you're a fraud, you're, you were an aggressive prosecutor that put people in jail for bogus offenses, you're a joke, you don't, uh, you know, you're running on all sorts of criminal justice reform stuff now, but you never stood up for that when you were in charge of um, criminal justice in California. And Kamala Harris has never had a good answer. Well, finally, three months later, Kamala Harris has been driving around in her car, looking at herself in the mirror in the bathroom, rehearsing potential comebacks for the big moment. Yeah. She's like coaching herself Finally up to, to sh- for her moment to shine. This is it. She goes after Tulsi because Tulsi's doing her usual bit about the Democratic Party is lost. It's under the control of Hillary Clinton. It's nothing but warmongers. And that's when Kamala claps back about, girl, you went on Fox News once and you said mean things about Obama and the party. This is, this is weak. This is, a, this is a really weak attempt at shooting down Tulsi Gabbard.
3: Our Democratic Party, unfortunately, is not the party that is of, by, Hmm. and for the people. It is a party Hmm. that has been and continues to be influenced by the foreign policy establishment in Washington, represented by Hillary Clinton and others'
7: foreign policy, by the military-industrial complex and other greedy corporate interests. It's unfortunate that we have someone on the stage who is attempting to be the Democratic nominee for President of the United States who during the Obama administration spent 4 years full time on Fox News criticizing President Obama. That's who, has That's who has spent full time? That's Who has spent full time? criticizing people on this stage like up it. to Steve Bannon <laughs> to get a meeting with Donald Trump fails to call a war criminal by what he is as a war criminal. We need someone on that stage who has the ability to go toe to toe with Donald Trump and bring the party and the nation together. I believe I am that candidate.
0: It's interesting how the Assad thing was like point C or D. Yeah. like Point A is you win on Fox News. And it's funny, too. She goes, you went on Fox News. By the way, I'm the candidate to unite everyone and do yeah. away with divisiveness, but also screw Fox News and screw you for going on there. OK, that's half the country, lady. But I think yeah, you're gonna
6: unify a, a large segment of Democrats would agree with what Tulsi said. And they're saddened by the hijacking of the party. And, and that oh, has yeah. broad appeal. What she said. Did you see the lukewarm response to Kamala Harris? It was yeah, like Kamala is, people is done. like, yeah, I, yeah, she's toast. She's also so shrill, like her laughing at Biden. Like, oof, that's the stuff of nightmares. And
0: she always laughs at things. At least the Biden thing was funny. She laughs like that at things that aren't funny like at a all, hyena, out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I wonder, why is, uh, why is Kamala going after Tulsi now? Is it because Tulsi's now a top-tier candidate? Remember that whole bit? Oh, Ooh, that hasn't aged well, yeah. Top That's why I look forward to her quitting more than any other candidate. I can't wait to make that uh, Sarah McLaughlin yeah. I will remember you for top-tier candidate quote. Yeah, it's okay. coming one of these weeks soon. We'll see. Uh, I don't know when the December debate is scheduled, but I'll, uh, not a guarantee that Kamala's there, but we'll see. I think she probably lasts. I think she probably does last till the new year, but does she last until their actual votes cast?
6: I don't know her approvals. Mm. It's pretty bad.
0: Well, speaking of uniting the country, Warren was asked about uh, doing exactly that, uniting a divided country, and she went immediately to her planned wealth tax because, you know, nothing unites the country more than dividing it up by class and then demonizing the class you don't like. Here's Elizabeth Warren.
7: If you were elected, though, you would be walking into an existing fight, a country that is already very
3: divided. I think the way we achieve our goals and bring our country together is we talk about the things that unite us. And that is that we want to build an America that works for the people, not one that just works for rich folks. I have proposed a two-cent wealth tax. That is a tax for everybody who has more than $50 billion in assets, your first 50.
0: And and you pointed this out, it's 50 million. That's just a right. Misspeak.
3: When I was listening to this, I was
6: like, 50 billion dollars? That is absurd. She couldn't have possibly, I mean, that's a huge misspeak.
0: On her website, it's 50 million, right? Just for clarification.
3: 50 billion is free and clear. But $50 50 billionth at first. And again, you got to yeah. pitch in two cents. You built something great in this country, good for you. But you did it using workers, all of us help pay to educate. You did it using your getting your goods to ro- on roads and bridges, all of us help pay for it. You did it protected by police and firefighters, all of us help pay the salaries for it. I'm tired of freeloading billionaires. I think it's time that we ask those at the very top to pay more. Um, isn't her, billionaires. her net worth like fifteen million?
0: Something like that. She's not going to qualify for her own wealth tax, I don't think. But she is not. Uh, she she's very well to do. She's she's done well for herself.
6: Twelve
0: million dollars. Never mind that freeloading billionaires. I think is a contradiction in terms. Of how did they become billionaires? Is it right. because they developed a product or service that masses of people find valuable? Is that you're not a freeloader, with rare right. exception, like. What would a freeloading billionaire be? It'd be like a person of inherited wealth who does nothing. But even then, is society entitled to that wealth or is your family?
6: And then is it just the um, numerical estimation of the value of your company? Like Theranos was valued at like a billion dollars, but that company was totally worthless.
0: Well, I think it's just individuals like they're not doing. I don't I don't think they're doing a business tax on this.
6: Really? So it's just your personal assets, your land, your income what you own outright.
0: Yeah. Not any of your businesses. And that's the thing. Why does she talk
6: about corporate wealth uh, trickling down and then everybody else paying the wages?
0: I don't, I mean, it's incoherent and, and the point you're making needs emphasis because when she talks about your, your 50 million, your 50 millionth dollar, everything after that, you pay two cents. When you hear that, you think of the ways in which we're already taxed, which is generally income tax. Okay. But that's not what she's talking about. To your point, she's talking about your net worth. So all the assets you own, your house, your car, you know, the cool fine art that you own or whatever. Whatever's in your home. So it's easy to think like, well, who makes $50 million in a year? That's not what we're talking about. It's who has property amounting to $50 million. And suddenly you're in the area where there's, you know, if you have if you have a large bit if you have a big ranch, if you have a whole bunch of land property or something like that. Yeah, you're not talking about like rich elitists on Wall Street anymore. And
6: do you think that she deliberately played that off like it was a corporate tax? I mean, I she did go into a big misleading. She goes into a big diatribe about how you've built something that has improved the economy, which leads you to believe that she's talking about a business.
0: Well, yeah, and that like as though that that is reason for you. She she doesn't like the use of the word punish, but I think that's exactly what it is. And a few things, and. An, few other things that are an issue with this wealth tax uh first of all you already paid taxes on the income that you had to build the things of value that you have now second of all and cory booker raised a lot of this criticism to his credit are we going to assess everyone's net worth every single year are we actually going to tally up all the things they own every single year. And especially people who have a lot of investment assets, if they have a lot of, you know, That'd be uh, tremendously stocks, so they a,
6: expensive.
0: Well, and, and the value of those things can fluctuate wildly okay. depending on what sort of investments you have.
6: So what so, if you're a shareholder in a company that's ultimately worthless?
0: Right. And to think that the accounting of that stuff isn't going to get fudged and that people aren't going to move stuff offshore. Like that's the other angle on this. The people you're talking about have the most ability to mm-hmm fudge their accounting in their favor the idea right. that this is going to be done honestly is laughable and the other complication is it's not even clear that it's constitutional there's a there, i was looking up some debate on this i'll defer to the legal experts but this is not a tax that currently exists in any capacity she's not talking about changing an existing tax she's talking about a brand new one on something that is not currently taxed it's not clear that the constitution allows for that without any sort of amendment so anyway um And then uh, the other point I wanted to raise too, obviously not all of us are, even if this were to happen, vast majority of us not going to be affected as proposed. Most of us don't have anything near $50 million in net worth granted, but it's a precedent thing. It's a principle thing. And if you think that if Elizabeth Warren has her way, that this isn't going to creep forward and it's going to be another tax introduced, if not into your life, into the lives of people who cut your checks, who who write your paychecks that you're fooling yourself you're fooling yourself but yeah elizabeth warren the problem with the economy is that elizabeth warren doesn't manage enough of it that's a good (laughs) theory let's let's run on that one anyway um you catch this bit she said about abortion rights are human rights (laughs) interesting
6: she was gaffy too
0: i don't well this is what she intends to say i don't think they're gaffes like this is just what she means but whatever. Uh, Warren, so Warren was asked about abo- specifically whether Louisiana governor, I forget his name, but the Louisiana governor was just reelected. He's pro-life. Rachel Maddow asks Warren, does a pro-life person have a place in the Democratic Party? She says abortion rights or human rights. Asked again to say if that person is, has a place in the party. She just kind of declines. Hmm.
3: Is there room in the Democratic Party for someone like him? Someone who can win in a deep red state, but who does not support abortion rights. I believe that abortion rights are human rights. I believe that they are also economic rights. Senator Warren, I need to push you on this a little bit for a specific answer to the question. Governor John Bell Edwards in Louisiana is an anti-abortion governor who has signed abortion restrictions in Louisiana. Is there room for him in the Democratic Party with those politics? I have made clear what I think the Democratic Party stands for. I'm not here to try to drive anyone out of this party
0: an economic right now. I'm going to kill you for your share of the super chat because that's my economic right.
6: <laughs> I think what she's saying is that the poor people that can't afford to have children should have easier access to abortion.
0: Oh, is that what she means? Okay. Maybe. I mean, I don't yeah. want to
6: misrepresent what what she means, but um, you know, juxtaposed to her previous statement which is that abortion is, the abortions are human rights, which clearly begs the question, although I always use that phrase improperly. Um, isn't it also a human right for the fetus? Doesn't yeah, who's, the fetus who's has- human
0: rights? <laughs> right. Is there a more basic human right than the right to life? Right, right, right. Of course, and, we end up in the the on the ever never ending debate of at what point is that established? Yeah. But
6: and then she follows that up immediately with uh, the economic right, which suggests that if you can't financially support a baby, that is a good enough reason to have an abortion, which it clearly is not. Um, so that should just show everybody well, how, uh, yeah, how familiar be, they are about this. I'd like
0: to expand. I, I, you'll never get it, but I'd be, it'd be an interesting thought exercise to expand on that reasoning with her and say, okay, well, um, you have a child, you have an infinite home that's six months old. You can't afford it. Would it be ethical to kill the child? Right. And we'd get into a debate about, well, the one in the womb doesn't count as a child, doesn't count as a person. Fair enough. But uh, I don't, it, to me that, that argument seems particularly weak because the economics of it are totally secondary to the question of whether or not it is in fact a life and therefore irrelevant because if it is a life, the economics are are irrelevant if it 's not a life, then you can do whatever you want, whether you can afford it or not. So the yeah. economic thing just doesn't make much sense to me yeah I'm with you this part maybe i 'm reading too much into this, but i don 't know if you share my interpretation. She was asked. Elizabeth Warren was asked, since you've said that the wall is a monument to hate, would you support the use of taxpayer dollars to tear down existing segments of wall? And to my mind, her answer implies that there are, in fact, useful segments of wall, which I thought was kind of weird.
5: You've said that the border wall that President Trump has proposed is, quote, a monument to hate and division. Would you ask taxpayers to pay to take down any part of the wall on the nation's southern border? If
3: there are parts of the wall that are not useful in our defense, of course we should do it. The real point here is that we need to stop this man made crisis at the border. Trump is the one who has created this crisis. Okay.
0: 100,000. Uh, illegal border crossings a month, roughly, that's uh, a a created crisis. All these people don't know who they are, don't know what they're doing. That's not real. It's a
6: retarded argument too, because um, if there are undefended or absent parts of the border wall, they'll just be immediately exploited eventually. (laughs) What is she talking about? It's like, just because they're not necessary to defense now, like if they're absent, they'll just go there. What, What do you mean?
0: It's just the phrasing. Like if there are in fact pieces of the wall that don't do anything. Well, I thought maybe I've misunderstood what she said before, but I thought her position was there are no useful segments of the wall. Right. Like you, the implication from her statement is that by default, the wall is deemed to be useful. But if you can show me that it's not, then we should tear them down. Yeah. It was just a weird answer. But yeah, the, the wealth tax is going to pay for demolition workers to, Bring a wrecking ball to the wall. That's what you'll get with the Warren presidency. Hey, if you noticed, uh, not much uh, clips there. I didn't put any clips of of Andrew Yang in. That's because he didn't talk. (laughs) So this is a New York Times breakdown of how much time each candidate got and on what issues. According to the New York Times, Yang got... Six minutes, 48 seconds of total time at the debate. That compares to Warren's 13 and a half minutes on the top. And Yang got to talk only about three issues. Warren talked about almost all of them. Oh, not only that, but it was 32 minutes into the debate. And this is a two hour debate. It wasn't three. So
6: he didn't even speak until 32 minutes in.
0: And so it's a two hour debate with commercials built in. He didn't even speak for 32. Well, I don't know if he spoke or not, but he wasn't asked a question until 32 minutes in. And Yang is basically saying, yeah, I think this is a plot against me. Here's him responding to a Breitbart reporter after the debate. ABC Sorry, had an analysis of
1: speaking time at the debate, and they said
0: the you're, le- you're the right. what do you were the last. What do you think is up with that? <laughs> yeah, what is up with that? We should ask MSNBC.
1: Uh, they didn't get to you till 32 minutes in. Yeah, it was quite odd. <laughs> do you think it's part of a plan to keep you down, or...?
0: Well, I, I think that uh, the numbers speak for themselves, and, uh, you know, and, and this isn't the first time that people have had this kind of issue um, with this particular network. Mm. Hmm. he is actually asking for msnbc to apologize too he says on his twitter that they asked him to appear this weekend and he told them that he would if they would apologize on air and uh concede he's, to a few other i don't other know he's
6: irrelevant he's an irrelevant candidate like why should is he, he get... though he's
0: barely behind uh kamala he's he's it's possible he might be your fifth place candidate soon really he's he's kamala's at like four yeah let's look at the the polling here kamala's at four and yang is at about three So when you think of relevance, Tulsi, according to this is, I don't even, uh, Tulsi is at two. So he's ahead of Tulsi in the aggregated polling here on real clear politics. And I did want to mention the state of the race briefly in closing too. So you can see that Elizabeth Warren caught up to Biden in early October, actually eclipsed him in the national aggregated polling for a brief moment. And then since then, she's had to explain her ideas like the wealth tax and Medicare for all and all this nonsense. Why? Cause and she it makes has, no
6: sense. <laughs>
0: yeah. And she's really struggled. And so she's declined back to Bernie territory. Bernie has been pretty solidly in third place at a stable way, at least uh, for the last several months. But it looks like a lot of that lost Warren support is going back to Biden. They kind of have inverse growth and decline do those two. So people are going back and forth there. And um, and don't look now, but don't count out uh, Pete Buttigieg either, because he's yeah. he's polling. He's stayed pretty con. Well, he's had a little bit of a climb, but he's at about eight percent in the national polling. But in terms of Iowa, which of course matters a lot as the first state to caucus, that'll be February third. We're only two months away now, two months and a week, and several polls there have Buttigieg. In in the lead over Biden and Warren, and about so he's sitting at about twenty five percent. Never gonna
6: happen. He's never gonna get the black vote. We all know why. Well,
0: I think he might. I could see him winning Iowa, though.
6: No, you you have to maybe maybe, but you you have to have the black vote as a Democrat. Well, think about this
0: though. Like he's he's not like I I definitely think that he is unlikely to get a. Buttigieg is saying, listen, that's just because I haven't introduced myself to black voters. Uh, no, there's you know, you accuse Mike Pence of having a quarrel with a particular trait of yours. Yeah. Uh, So do a lot of black voters. That's just a matter of fact. I'm
6: not hearing anybody talk about this. The black community's general consensus on vehement anti-homosexuality like nobody's talking about this. Mm-hmm. They are never going to vote for, for Buttigieg. He's also decidedly uncool.
0: Uh, I I'm not a fan of his face and his style <laughs> it's
6: because of his weak chin. That's,
0: that's <laughs> it's, he, the Alfred E Newman thing was on point. Let me tell you, but, um, but yeah, I could, I could see a situation in which he w- outright wins Iowa, which gives him a boost to win the, you know, states after that, say New Hampshire. He, I, I definitely think he would run into uh, states with a larger share of black voters, say South Carolina, for example, The point I'm trying to make is if he wins Iowa outright, that's a potential springboard to to shake up the campaign quite a lot. If he were to be the nominee, I think you're right that he has a huge problem because he needs Obama style black turnout, which I think would be almost impossible to achieve, but I invite being proved wrong on that.
6: Oh my God. Wouldn't that be so funny if the black community was actually what stopped the Democrats from winning?
0: It would be ironic I uh, bet the
6: left would never talk about it.
0: Yeah, there'd be some other excuse about why. They wouldn't be honest about such a thing.
6: They'd blame white female voters somehow. It's
0: probably it'll be yeah, it'll be the married white college educated women or who was it? It was the non college educated whatever, the married white women who did I think did it was college Hillary.
3: educated women, yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, that's where we are in terms of the uh, Democratic race. We'll find out more with next month's debate, of course, but uh, we'll have to keep it moving in the interest of time. And I got impeachment and Ukraine gate next, but that's going to take a little bit of time. So why don't we, we catch up with, uh, with Super Chat?
6: I think I'll see. Matt and I once made love. No innuendo, no metaphors. I just <laughs> bent him over the table and had my way with him. You guys are disgusting. After we are done, I whispered romantically in his ear. Epstein didn't kill himself. That oh. ended in a really disgusting way too. Very uh, kind. Joshie boy, is this video aimed at kids? No.
0: <laughs> Are they at, they're probably asking viewers that. Have you noticed if you log into your YouTube now, it it has a million questions about whether you're making content for kids and it has to do with compliance with some weird law.
6: I don't I'm if you haven't noticed, I haven't made a video in like 2 months, so I'm Yeah, good. I'm I'm out of here. It's
0: going downhill.
6: Yeah, I still probably should, right?
0: You dipped out at the right time.
6: It's mostly yeah. just laziness. Um and uh morning sessions. Pittsburgh says Fountain <laughs> pins, <was> <laughs> nothing, are the best thing ever stop it you guys are obsessed and I don't get it that I don't can't know creep you into are.
0: the well no I shouldn't say that because then it will yeah. but I thought that was more of a Wednesday show meme here it is on Sunday
6: oh I thought I was waiting for you to play a sounder for some reason
0: oh well you want one
6: I don't know it, it just sounded uh, like you were really setting yourself up lame for a
1: attempt at humor <laughs> swinging a miss
0: I would, Sorry. But it wasn't a joke, but we'll just go with that one.
6: Maybe we don't know each other that well. We've only been doing this for <laughs> you. Uh, Bill Mitchell, you guys are seriously the only show I watch every week. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that.
0: Well, much appreciated.
6: Son of the Wolf, uh, did you guys see that red flag law 2A standoff in New York yesterday? And militia I've was only, ready to help the guy vet defend himself in the place. What? I've he-
0: I've only heard a little bit about this. I want to talk about it some more, but when I've had time to look at what's actually going on. My understanding is there was some sort of planned red flag confiscation efforts that a militia group promised to defend this vet over. And there was speculated on social media that there was going to be an actual militia V police showdown in upstate New York. But my understanding is it didn't materialize. So there's been some sort of resolution, but I I just don't have the information right
2: now.
6: D Benham E is for epitome epitome. I live in SoCal. Maybe we can be friends. I'm on Instagram at D Benham. E E N H A M.
0: Well, that's a good shout-out opportunity if people don't listen to the call-in show stream. We do have our first personal ad. So, uh, a nice young lady looking for love through this show. Uh, and if you're interested in that, listen to uh, listen to the Wednesday show. We have information on that. But also, check her out on the Discord server, which is always linked in the description. That is, E is for Epitome. She, uh, she has a whole process set out for how you can sign up to be her potential suitor which is, is very interesting to watch I, I hope this thing succeeds and good luck but, um, but you should get in touch with her is the point i'm making to the super chatter you should go to the discord server and get in touch with her
6: yeah, yeah. uh beer me too brett uh it's lieutenant colonel on a more serious note yeah. love how that's when the media cares shout out to the first cav apache crew that died in afghanistan blue skies and tailwinds brothers hmm. see what fiddler's
0: green Oh. Did you catch that moment? Uh, and thanks, for, and thanks for serving as well. Did you catch that moment in the? I don't have that clip later, but Vinman insisted that Nunez call him Lieutenant Colonel, even though there's no expectation or requirement that civilians refer to you by your military rank. But that's that kind of
6: weak, I guess.
0: It was. It looked like it was kind of showmanship as opposed to uh, military protocol. But you know, interpret it how you want
6: uh i be bot pn why are people blowing up fireworks right now why
0: i don't know like i can't hear it though so you're good
6: stupid idaho it's the only <laughs> thing i don't like about living here it makes the dogs go crazy hmm. uh big donation i ask anyone and it checks out best show keep on safe space and we're trying well thank, thank you, so you much, much i am not going to be niggardly God Emperor of Duncan, this is what happens when you mix NBA Americans with NFL Americans. Reinstate sports segregation for everyone's (laughs)
0: safety. That's true. You kind of tend to be either or. There's not a lot of overlap. And I'm certainly an NFL guy, not an NBA guy.
6: Uh, Boogeyman917. Aw, poor old Grandpa Joe. I know. Maybe I'm just getting soft for no particular reason. But mostly it's just pity for him because he's just so old and he's just trying to do normal stuff. And he can't because of his old brain and his weird, like what's the word i'm looking for like wind tunnel
0: face <laughs> and if you had a son like hunter you know there'd probably be some crippling shame associated with such yeah. a
6: thing you got to put that on the parents a little bit though right
0: yeah i don't know we'll we'll catch up with it a little bit in, in a little bit here
6: uh let's just do two more right now skate: 50 pounds of ammo is matt getting ready for the boogaloo and matt what do you think of redskins fans chanting for dan snyder to sell the team
0: I didn't catch that, but they've sucked for quite some time now. So if they're trying to just shake up the whole organization, maybe. Um, yeah, 50. Well, the thing is, ammo is very, very, even if you're not buying that much ammo, 50 pounds is not a lot. I, I think the last box I got from Phoenix was like, I don't know, maybe like 500. It's like 500 or 1,000 rounds of various handgun calibers. And it was, it, was, it was at 50 pounds, the weight of it was. So, you know, uh... that's not even that much. But yes, uh, you know, Boogaloo stock is is decent. Could be better.
6: Last one, Josh Frost. Matt and I once made love on Thanksgiving. Oh, is my husband cooking a pizza?
4: Ooh. Uh,
6: he told me he was my Christmas gift this year. <laughs> I told him he was a bad Christmas present since he came too early. Boo! I don't want to end on that one. Let's let's do one more. Travis, by Matt, love your debate on ROTC. Oh uh, God was that uh, it was what, terrible <laughs> that's what's the that thing an acronym you tuned, for
0: revenge of the Sis. oh yeah that's
6: facts.
0: tldr i'm not proud of my own performance wish i could have Why? maintained composure a little totally bit better
6: roasted in the comments
0: but there was no success to be had on that um if if people want the full information i've you can check out my channel i have it linked from my channel or listen to it on the audio platforms where i give a little more description of what happened and thanks for checking it out thanks for the kind words
6: probably the most internet argument i've ever seen their own audience shit on them keep up the good fight you grifting milk toast gatekeeper sad blonde was absent (laughs) i would never subject myself to something like that matt gets way more angry about these i would love
0: to hear you go against those two though it would be yeah i mean
6: there's something about like a woman of moderate attractiveness making fun of guys for being fat and short like i could really (laughs) take them down a notch
0: they definitely need it. I mean, they, they didn't rip on you too much, but they did say that this show is two polite bank tellers having a conversation. I was like, okay, you don't watch it. That's fair for me. That's fair for me, man. Although I'd consider myself more informed and maybe 10% more funny than the average bank teller. But that
6: is such horseshit. What the I have hell, bank, are you going to? <laughs> oh my God. All right. You
0: can't say that about Blonde, man. Uh, you just don't watch the show.
6: They must Obviously. not watch the show. I stand by my assessment of them, which they are two mundane matte looking motherfuckers. They are not funny. And all they do is talk about um, like Internet. They're like Keemstar, but for the right wing, it's bizarre.
0: Dollar store Keemstar. Yeah, which yeah. is funny because they called me right wing Philip DeFranco.
6: Oh, I mean, that is such a terrible insult.
0: Well, I don't think that that's accurate at all. They called me both a milquetoast centrist and right wing Philip DeFranco. Take your pick, but they're full of contradictions and inconsistencies. All across the board. Uh, welcome back to Oh, you're all done? Okay. I uh, just a couple over on Streamlabs I wanna uh get to. Nick Nicodemus says, Hi, I'm from the UK where I recently canceled my two hundred dollar BBC license required to watch any free to air TV. You gotta pay to watch over the air. Oh my god. Week can- The constant wokeness and anti-Brexit bias of all their content is now insufferable, leaving me spare cash for creators. I really appreciate. Keep it up, guys. Well, that is much appreciated. And uh, you've earned one for yourself, too. And uh, yes, I've done the same thing. I don't pay for a cable bill or anything like that. Everybody who's cutting uh, bills for mainstream media content and supporting people they enjoy directly, you're doing it right. And you have a thanks, not just from this show, but for independent creators everywhere. So thanks for that. Cameron says, hear about the vet in upstate New York who was red flagged for a pic of a standard capacity magazine on Instagram. I didn't know that's why it was, if that's if that's accurate. There are unsubstantiated, unsubstantiated reports that his wife was threatened by CPS if she didn't turn him in. Remember, the state isn't your friend and bullets may fly next time. I'll have to look into this story. I need all the information. That sounds absolutely insane, but also totally predictable based on the circumstances of red flag." Philip uh, Philip Smolin says, did you see Viva Frey's recent video on Jussie Smollett? You should do a collaboration. He knows the legal details of that case and you have the background in hoax hate. I'm not familiar, so I have not seen it. But uh, if you send me the link in an email, I can check it out. And thanks for that. And uh, your your guy, best uh, username, Dildo Swagons, or up there at least. Seeing Tulsi Gabbard on the debate stage last week reminded me that I'd really like to... Uh, fill in the blanks. Uh, do do things with her mouth. Let's put it.
6: that way. <laughs> I'm telling you, bitch can pull off white like nobody's. It business. does look
0: good. It does look. good. I love no that doubt. white
6: streak in her hair. I just think she's a total smoke show.
0: The the silver fox angle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darth Jones over on D Live says Orange Man rocks. Sorry, I got an Orange Man rocks gift. Thanks for supporting the show. Darth Jones again says uh, congrats. <laughs> can I read this one? Let's let's find out how mad you are at me for reading this. Congrats on your beautiful white fetus, blonde. Do you want to confirm or deny? Or uh, just... you
6: guys don't know what race my feet. I'm just joking.
0: <laughs> Proper response. is gonna be so mad. Proper <laughs> response. <laughs> uh, Tiger Toots also supporting the show. Thank you. Uh, inertia now momentum. Oh no, inertia now momentum. It's a, it's a shill for a book with a link that I can't click. Unfortunately, I can't click links, but but thank you for supporting the show. Much appreciated. Okay, let's hop into um both how what happened during the impeachment hearings, the latest bombshells, and the overwhelming evidence, as Adam Schiff says. You know what the that, worst
6: part about this Ukraine story is? It's that we have to talk about it every week well,
0: because you might something be done, happens every week. You might be done now because at least the, the public portion of the, the hearings, the testimony here is finished for the time being. So you can at least uh, enjoy that little break. But um, but yes, the testimony did continue this week. And at least this week, re- recall last week, we had people with no firsthand information who had never, in fact, ever talked to Trump. Right. That, that's what we were left with. This week, we do actually have—there were a few people of note. So Alexander Vindman, who I don't have clips of because there wasn't that much interesting— but he was actually at least a party to the July 25th phone call with Ukrainian president Zelensky. So he at least heard what was said. And then notably, at least most of the conversation this week is about EU ambassador, Gordon Sunland, Mm -hmm. And this is the only guy they have who has actually talked to Trump about his intent, about his motives, about what the president actually thought or was trying to achieve with all of this. And as I mentioned, Sunlin's testimony, depending on what channel you turn on, was either like the key piece to convict Trump of all the crimes he's been accused of or the key piece to exonerate him fully. Right. And the reality is kind of in between. But, I, but let me be clear. I don't think anything he said is sufficient to, for my standard of impeachment, which would at least be criminal behavior. I don't think we've seen any evidence of criminal behavior. I think that's abundantly clear based on this testimony. But um, but let, let's hop into it, because if you if you don't listen to everything Sunlin said, it's depending on the clip you hear, it can be kind of uh, confusing, because he said things that, if you don't have all the context, sound kind of contradictory, like yes, quid pro quo, no quid pro quo. Let's play what he said, and then kind of break down what he's saying in layman terms.
2: I know that members of this committee frequently frame these complicated issues in the form of a simple question. Was there a quid pro quo? With regard to the requested White House call and the White House meeting, the answer is yes.
0: Oh, see, cut clip. It's over. Trump did it. Told you. (laughs) Okay. It continues. There's more.
2: Given what we knew at the time, what we were asked to do did not appear to be wrong.
3: It became your clear understanding that the military
2: assistance was also being withheld pending Zelensky announcing these investigations. Correct. That was my presumption, my personal presumption, based on the facts at the time. Nothing was moving. I just asked him an open-ended question, Mr. Chairman. What do you want from Ukraine? I keep hearing all these different ideas and theories and this and that. What do you want? And it was a very short, abrupt conversation. And he just said, I want nothing, I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. Something to that effect. I don't recall President Trump ever talking to me about any security assistance, ever. Is this kind of a two plus two equals four conclusion that you reached? Pretty much. It's the only logical conclusion to you that given all of these factors, That the aid was also a part of this
4: quid pro quo? Yep. After you testified...
0: Okay, so we had that, in which he's saying, like, yes, I've interpreted or presumed a quid pro quo. Adam Schiff, in the meantime, goes out and basically tells reporters, yes, confirmed quid pro quo, we got him, the walls are closing in, it's over. And then the hearing resumes, and this is Rep Mike Turner, who clarifies, and it's kind of funny because it's like a live debunking of a cnn Chiron. you can read it there sunland said yes there was a quid pro quo in ukraine scandal which strictly speaking as a matter of quoting him i suppose is accurate he did say that but as i said there's more details here that help your understanding such that the Chiron is not really complete in everything you said do you have more to say
6: well no I'm, i okay I'll, t-
4: I'll talk about it when we're done with this clip
0: OK, yeah, basically, uh, Turner here is just going to go after him on specifics and kind of deconstruct what this what this Chiron actually says.
4: Chairman Schiff ran out and gave a press conference and said he gets to impeach the president of the United States because of your testimony. And if you pull up CNN today, right now, their banner says Sondland ties Trump to withholding aid. Is that your testimony today, Mr. Ambassador Sondland, that you have evidence that Donald Trump tied the investigations to the aid? Because I don't think you're saying that.
2: I've said repeatedly, I was presuming, I also said that President Trump... So no one told you, not
4: just the president, Giuliani didn't tell you, Mulvaney didn't tell you, nobody, Pompeo didn't tell you, nobody else on this planet told you that Donald Trump was tying aid to these investigations. Is that correct?
2: I think I already testified.
4: No, answer the question. Is it correct? No one on this planet told you that Donald Trump was tying this aid to the investigations? Because if your answer is yes, then the chairman's wrong and the headline on CNN is wrong. No one on this planet told you that President Trump was tying aid to investigations. Yes or no? Yes.
0: Okay.
6: Nobody's asking the relevant question, which is, does it even matter? Okay, Trump's first mistake here was saying there was no quid pro quo. What was going on was clearly quid pro quo. The question is, Does it matter? Does this happen all the time in foreign diplomacy? Yes. Do we have a right right to do this? Right. Do we have a right to do this with our own aid to, to make somebody's behavior contingent on whether or not they get our aid? Yes, we do this all the time. I don't care. I don't think that the average citizen cares. I'm seeing all this polling, like like 54% of people think that Donald Trump acted inappropriately or illegally. It's like if they knew how foreign policy worked, I just don't believe that the average person thinks that this is that big of a deal.
0: No, it's just a proxy for whether you support the president generally or not. And I think, unfortunately, I've talked about this previously. We're at a state in our politics where people think if I don't like the president, that's grounds to impeach. Right. And we'll just find we'll backfill the reason after the fact. But I conclude impeach. And then I I figure out why later. I think that's really bad for our politics in our country.
6: And they have conveniently redefined the term quid pro quo, which is. Uh, you know, a general, so it's a run-of-the-mill kind of tactic with bribery, which has an illegal connotation. But totally
0: they just confused. abandoned that this week, as far as I saw. I remember they Nobody's were been saying bribery this week? Yeah. Well, not that I've seen. We're back on this quid pro quo train. From, from I
6: wonder why they abandoned that.
0: Probably because they couldn't. I don't know. I assume they can't get Sunlin to demonstrate that. I don't think Sunlin would say that it was a bribe. But to my knowledge, I don't think he was asked specifically that question. Maybe he was and I missed it. Um, but um, but I, I I have a picture up uh, on the screen right now that was circulating in the internet this week that demonstrates I think your average person's frustration with this because you're not going to watch the, the hearing of course not it's hours long it's boring as hell there's no real purpose to it you rely on news coverage and on the left here simultaneously you have CBS's Chiron Sundland confirms a quid pro quo on the right you have uh, Fox's Chiron that says, uh, it highlights that I want nothing quote and says that Sunland confirms that Trump denied a quid pro quo. So you're getting to, again, I'm more on the Fox News Chiron here, but I think the reality is more, is, is too difficult to express in a Chiron because of how this has been framed and defined in the way you're describing. I think the fairest accusation or the fairest uh, summary of, of uh, what he said that I can give is something like this. So Sunderland believes there was a quid pro quo, meaning Trump was withholding military aid yes. from Ukraine to get investigations into political corruption, which could include the Bidens. However, Sunderland did not believe the quid pro quo was wrong or illegal or unethical. That's why he didn't say anything about it. He, he didn't He didn't um, do an imitation of Erica Marshmallow and file his own. Uh, whistleblower report or anything like that right and then trump never explicitly explained this intended quid pro quo to sunland sunland is interpreting it or presuming it based on putting the pieces together so at the end of the day this case still lacks direct evidence um it's all about inference about intent and to your point i think based on what we've seen, even if the intent that we've heard described is substantiated, I'm not sure I'd be on the impeachment train because it just, you have to show me that it was a misuse of public dollars for a unique personal political reason.
6: Yeah, but he shit the bed by denying it. That was dumb. Why did he do that?
0: it, It was a political mistake, but because the Democrats are the one making the claim, they have the burden of proving it and Trump's poor description is not satisfactory to assign guilt in my mind.
6: No, I am not saying it assigns guilt, I mean, but that was yeah, just yeah. done. He should have from the get-go been like, we do this all the time and isn't it our right as Americans to dictate the terms by which we are showering other countries with pointlessly Of course. money.
0: Shouldn't there be a quid pro quo every time we send a dollar overseas? Yes. And that's if we should be sending dollars overseas. And that's what at the all. position should there. have taken
6: immediately. Yeah. Um, and then I don't think we would be in this. mess. I don't know. Probably they probably would have run with this anyway.
0: If not this, something else. We'll get to that in a moment. They're just going to keep grasping at straws. But the other thing I wanted to get to that happened at this hearing was this kind of weird moment. Mostly, I just want to play the Chris Cuomo moment on CNN. But the setup here is that there was another portion of this testimony from uh, David Holmes, who is a U.S. embassy official. And he claims that he heard Trump ask Sundland. If Zelensky had started the investigation he wanted on the phone, but he somehow overheard Trump asking this on a phone conversation, even though the conversation itself was not on speakerphone. So here's the testimony.
2: You said that you were able to hear President Trump's voice through the receiver. Mm-hmm. How were you able to hear if it was not on speakerphone? It was quite loud uh, when the president came on, quite distinctive. When the president came on, he sort of winced and held the phone away from his ear like this. Um, And he did that for the first couple exchanges. I don't know if he then turned the volume down, if he got used to it, if the president's moderated his volume. I don't know. Um, But that's how I was able to hear it. So you heard President Trump ask Ambassador Sondland, is he going to do the investigation? Yes, sir interesting
0: theory okay and trump goes on twitter and says i've been watching people making phone calls my entire life my hearing is and has been great never have i been watching a person make a call which was not on speakerphone and been able to hear or understand a conversation i've even tried but to no avail try it live
6: i don't i that actually happened to me today so
0: and you said you were able to hear it
6: i was on the phone with my parents and what on my cell phone and they were not on speakerphone, but my husband was in the same room and they could, he could hear everything they were saying.
0: Well, the other thing about this is they claimed it happened at a restaurant. So I assume you're talking about in a home environment, which is much quieter, but it, it's I'm not saying it's impossible. You know, it, it's maybe possible. The point I want to get to is CNN took the bait. Yeah. Chris Cuomo was like, oh, we'll What's show that, his mom? stupid yeah. tweet. We'll call my mom and show him how possible it is. But it didn't go the way that I think they intended it to
1: go. Uh, from our president that he has really good hearing. Some would say uh, the best hearing ever. And he's never been able to hear a phone call um, when it wasn't on speakerphone um, from anybody. So let's just play with that for a second. Mom, can you hear me? <laughs> All right, so if I were hold, holding the phone here, I'm with Dana Bash, and you know how you're always know, telling we me to let her here, talk right? because she's so smart and I shouldn't say so much. Can you just say hello? Mom, she probably can't hear me.
7: She, Mom, Mom can hear you me. hear me? Yes, I hear you. When you talk to me, I hear you. I'm
1: talking to you. <laughs> say hello to Dana Bash.
7: Hi, Mrs. Cuomo. How are you?
1: Oh. All right. <laughs> So, I, I can't hear your mother, Chris. You're just, <laughs> you're you're over there. So I'm <laughs> across happened? the table. This is not on speaker. I'm phone. sitting across
3: the
0: table. You know, ultimately, no. I think a probably an irrelevant part of the testimony, but I just enjoyed the segment, so oh. I just shared it. It was hilarious. Grief. In terms of what's next here, uh, Adam Schiff got on Meet the Press this morning and actually said that the evidence produced at the hearings is overwhelming. Even though the House's investigation is going to continue, the overwhelming evidence has already been supplied.
2: We've already accumulated uh, quite overwhelming evidence that the president once again
4: sought foreign interference in an election, conditioned official acts, a White House meeting that Ukraine desperately wanted, uh, as well as $400 million of
0: bipartisan taxpayer Funding to get these political investigations that he thought would help his reelection. The evidence is already overwhelming, right? The evidence is already overwhelming. The question is, but not, you're not in a courtroom, you know that. You well, have a political bar you have to meet. That's true, that's true. But the fact that Republicans may be derelict in their responsibility doesn't relieve us of our obligation to do our constitutional duty. Yeah, it's, it's Republicans abandoning their jobs. That's- yeah, really. That's uh, what's going on here. Well, after the Thanksgiving break, the House Judiciary Committee under Jerry Nadler has the role of deciding whether or not to move articles of impeachment, whether to write them all, or write them at all. In fact, generally, the members of that committee right now are saying they're not sure what the decision will be. But come on, like the idea that they're actually considering making this decision based on the evidence and not based on the politics. Come on. But they also don't they also don't have a timetable for this. Um, were they to do this, were they to actually write the articles of write articles of impeachment, they would have to pass through committee. They, the full House would have to vote to uh, to charge the president. And then, of course, a trial would happen in the Senate where it has no chance of actually convicting and removing the president. This will all be political show. Uh, and then the other angle here is if it did actually go to the Senate, which is one reason they might hesitate. I'm not sure on the rules on this. I didn't have time to look it up specifically, but at least what I've heard is that if if there's a Senate trial going on, the, can't, the, the Democratic senators who are running for office, running for president right now, have to be present. They actually can't be on the campaign trail. So I would think that'd be one reason why the Democrats might hesitate or at least consider their timing very carefully. Maybe you wait until the Democratic nominee is decided. Of course, because that's what the evidence against Trump suggests you should do right. rather than the political calculation. That's not what we're considering here I mean, gosh, at all.
6: would they ever try to impeach any other president? no based on such an incredible
0: dearth well this is the thing is the democrats are setting that precedent for our country and uh i do think that there's a very let's say the democrat gets elected in 2020 i think republicans are going to turn around and do the exact same thing and I don't want a country that a government that exists to perpetually investigate itself on our dime. But I also understand the urge for vengeance and the urge to hold them to their own standard. I do get that, but this is a bad recipe for our country, no matter how you cut it. Yep. And, uh, to your point that they're going to keep looking for whatever it is they can grab onto. They're going after Devin Nunes now too, who of course is the ranking member on the, uh, intelligence committee. And, uh, CNN has an exclusive, uh, Report out that apparently remember those uh, Giuliani associates that we mentioned uh, like a month ago who were arrested and they tied it to the whole Ukraine Gate investigation yes. even though it was like campaign finance issues and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, one of those guys apparently tells CNN that he's willing to testify under oath that Devin Nunes had meetings in Vienna last year with a former uh, Ukrainian prosecutor to discuss digging up dirt on Joe Biden. Daily Beast is also reporting this. Nunes flat out denies. And says, uh, he tells Breitbart that he's going to sue CNN over this story he says these demonstrably false and scandalous stories published by the daily beast and cnn are the perfect example of defamation and reckless disregard for the truth some political operative offered these fake stories to at least five different media outlets before finding someone irresponsible enough to publish them i look forward to prosecuting these cases including the media outlets as well as the sources of their fake stories to the fullest extent of the law i intend to hold the daily beast and cnn accountable for their actions they will find themselves in court soon after thanksgiving now to to is. nunez's point i don't see evidence for the claims the story is just there's a guy who will say under oath that this is true
6: is that criminal
0: uh well the standard for nunez as far as the defamation standards that we mean
6: no um if he did i don't actually believe he did this but if he did indeed have just a meeting in vienna with a former ukrainian prosecutor to dig up dirt on is that even criminal
0: Maybe if it was an official state visit and there might be some taxpayer angles there because you're using taxpayer uh, money to travel to do political things. You might have some complications there. I'm not sure. But this sounds to me a lot like basically Hillary Hillary Clinton and the DNC uh, digging up dirt in the in the steel dossier using a foreign agent to find of dirt right. on a political opponent it it sounds to me like democratic couldn't this party just be categorized
6: qual? as as oppo research and they probably couldn't do anything about it
0: probably just depends on who financed it like who made it who paid for him being there what if it was personally financed? Question. then yeah then i'd maybe you have some weird ethical issue but i don't think there'd be a, a legal one there
6: well this is stupid as far
0: as i understand but don't quote me on it i'm not a lawyer uh And then, of course, the other issues uh, as far as Ukraine uh, is concerned is the investigation on uh, this expanding, I guess, investigation into Burisma, which, of course, is the energy firm to which Hunter Biden is tied. Right. So what's going on there?
6: They've done some shit. Ukraine has widened its investigation into the founder of energy company Burisma to include suspicion of embezzling a shitload of state funds. Um, Trump wants Ukraine to launch an investigation of former President Joe Biden and his son, Hunter, uh, who was on the who was a big board member between 2014 and 2019. I'm going to butcher these names.
3: Yeah, go for it. Whatever. <laughs>
6: They're really bad. Okay. Raya Bashapka, who's the prosecutor that's, general. That's good. And Zlochevsky, who is the Burisma founder, um, was now suspected of theft of government funds on an especially large scale, but did not provide evidence or details. And then he's just totally disappeared ukrainian authorities um cannot determine slochevsky's whereabouts they're just like where is he they can't find him anywhere uh which leads me i mean that is not an admission of guilt but it certainly doesn't look good
0: it's all a conspiracy theory nothing to see here moving along it's all nonsense but lindsey graham i guess is diving down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole is that is that what's going on what's he doing
6: yeah, he's asked for a few relevant documents from the State Department. And he tweeted this. Um, I can go into more detail if anybody's interested. Today, I sent a letter to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo requesting documents related to contacts between A, Vice President Biden, B, Hunter Biden, C, other Obama administration officials, and um, Poroshenko, President Poroshenko. So more specifically... Should I go into more specifics about this? Do you think people care?
0: Uh, we don't have a lot of information now, right? We're just, it's, we have a sitting Senator taking up action to try to find that information basically right. so to see what's going on here.
6: Documents and communications, um, including call transcripts, summaries related sure. to the vice president's phone calls with Poroshenko at a, like a few dates, um, especially with respect to whether Biden mentioned the prosecutor general's investigation into Burisma. Hmm. which th- that would be an interesting an well, interesting a of, finding.
0: A lot of the reporting I guess this week was misreported, mischaracterized. There were claims out there that there was an indictment against the guy at Barisma, which I guess is not true.
6: Uh no, I don't think so. I think that they're they've made the accusation that the company has embezzled a large amount of government funds yeah. and then he's he's gone missing i don't know that there was an that there was
0: an actual right indictment so that there were reports this week that there was an indictment and that hunter biden was implicated after having received millions of dollars from a slush fund no some as Burisma far as i can tell fund. that's
6: um that's not true yeah
0: so it, but apparently it discussing this true, or saying that what well, could yeah we'll see but uh but apparently saying this at least it's speculated is what got breaking news live banned on twitter oh really so breaking news live the last they were banned this week but the last thing they tweeted out is is this breaking news head of the ukrainian burisma gas company indicted hunter biden named accepting millions more from slush fund which again at this point is not true unsubstantiated as far as i understand But Twitter's not saying why this got wiped because Twitter doesn't, as far as I know, ban people for fake news. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to make excuses for misreporting if that's what's happening here. That's bad. But the point is, CNN, ABC, cb how many false claims have been put up on all of these blue check yeah. verified news outlet accounts exactly. a lot of them are up today i mean think of aoc's tweet still saying that jesse smollett's case is for sure a homophobic racist hate crime is that that's, still still it's still up and it has that like a hundred thousand likes
6: that is bold
3: that's bold
0: <laughs> and i'll be fair to twitter they, they've not said we banned them for fake news people are connecting the dots Right. But I've also not seen an explanation from Twitter and they didn't respond to a question from this particular report about why this happened. So an account that, you know, was mostly just a breaking news feed with one hundred and twenty some followers is gone after discussing Hunter Biden and uh, and Burisma. But I really just wanted to get to this because I can't believe this headline. So explain to me the details. Business Insider quote, a DNA test revealed Hunter Biden fathered a baby with another woman while he was dating his brother's widow.
6: I had to read this like five times because I couldn't quite understand what had happened. And he's denied paternity before. So this document filed on Wednesday on behalf of the baby mama, a London Alexis Roberts said the DNA test was determined that Biden was the father of the baby with scientific certainty. She was doing this because she wants uh, paternal support. Um, the filing said Biden quote, not expected to challenge the results of the DNA test or the testing process. He has not commented publicly on it. Okay, here's where it gets, it gets dicey. In 2017, he finalized his divorce from Kathleen Biden. Um, he was married to her for 20 years. After she accused him of spending money on drugs and strip clubs, we know that he was heavily addicted to cocaine, and uh, he was spending like tens of thousands of dollars at strip clubs. Hmm. Um, okay. And then that year, he started banging his brother, his brother Bo, who's dead, his, the widow, um and what the,
0: so what year did their relationship start?
6: 2017.
0: Okay, so this is Bo Biden died in twenty fifteen. What did two he years later of? he had brain cancer. Oh my gosh. So terrible. And his wit he's now dating his his dead brother's chick, dead brother's wife.
6: Yeah. The with whom year. they have
0: children, right? Bo Biden yes, and uh a niece okay. and
6: a nephew um of of um hundreds. God, that's
0: that's just so weird.
6: <laughs> Can you imagine being being a kid Ugh. and then your dad dies and then your mom starts banging your dad's brother right after he divorces his wife of 20 years because your uncle
0: is also your addicted stepdad to drugs
6: and banging strippers it's like yeah what is this white trash nonsense it's weird okay. page six reported in april they had recently broken up that's uh the widow and uh hunter and that means that the baby that that this dna test uh is attesting to was conceived during his relationship with the widow of his brother.
0: Yeah. So he cheated on his dead brother's wife, conceiving an illegitimate child elsewhere, which he denied for years until he went on Mari and they proved that he's (laughs) the dad. This is
6: Hunter Hunter Biden. He also denied it to his current wife. He married Melissa Cohen in a surprise wedding this May. And I'm pretty well, sure that, that's a piece like, of news for you, huh? She's like a hot. I might be wrong about this. Melissa Cohen. She's a hot South African who's like my age or something.
0: Well, while you look check it out, Joe Biden was asked about this by a reporter and he rejected the question because it's personal.
1: This this meeting this is the this is the
0: I'm wondering if you have a comment on this report in court filing out of Arkansas
4: that your son Hunter just made you a grandfather.
1: No, that's a private matter. I have no comment. But uh, only you guys, would ask are go, a, a good man. good man. Thank We're, you, guys. This is all flashy. the time we have. Well, uh, enjoy being a
0: grandpa again, Grandpa Joe. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm
6: looking at this heavy article of this new wife, and she's a total sleut.
0: <laughs> well, I, I guess she got what she deserves then, if that's, if oh, that's yeah. what's going on.
6: She's a very special girl. She has lots of and She's very present. That just means she's slutty.
0: <laughs> very present. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a nice way to put it.
6: Oh, God. What a disaster. I don't know. I mean, how responsible should we hold Jordan Peterson for Michaela Peterson, et cetera?
0: Do you want to go down this road again?
6: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hard on parents, but, like, I don't have a kid yet. And I know that parental uh, influence is is a huge factor in, in development, but like at some point there, there have got to be son of a bitch. (laughs) There have got to be really good parents that did everything right. And then their kids just ended up being total pieces of
0: shit. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that much about Bo Biden, but all indications are that Bo Biden was a pretty successful guy. I don't know what his politics are. I think he was a Democrat, but he was a state AG. He also was a member of the military. Uh, Yeah, I don't think he was the same as Hunter. Let's put it that way. So,
6: so is yeah, this a I reflection mean, on Joe? I kind of feel for him in this situation. It might not be his fault.
0: You wonder what someone like Bo would say if he could come back and observed and observe what the hell has happened.
6: I'm sure he'd be and really pissed.
0: Talk to his well, it, you'd be pissed at both of them. You know, like your brother and your wife. It's like, come on, how did they, uh, and how did it happen? Did they like? Did they find companionship in their in their uh, in their in their sorrow? in their grief and that's how it happened. I don't I know. know. I think this guy's it's a somehow weird, worse. This guy's a weird sleazebag. That's all I know. I don't and know. I don't know if wife he did of
6: 20 years, 20
0: and, years. and to the point you're making to do it to, with the kids and how old are the kids? Is I don't that know. I don't know. Uh, whether they're adults or whether they're juveniles, uh, that's uh, you can't put the kids in that kind of spot. That's just a bizarre thing to do.
6: And they anyway. ended up breaking anyway. Breaking yes. Yeah, anyway. so it was
0: pointless. It's just a pointless stain that went nowhere. Anyway, we got four cases of hoax hate if you count Miles Garrett. So, do you want to yeah. get through those? You want to take a break now or get through those?
6: Let's, let's just do them.
0: Okay. Well, uh, it is, of course, that time again. So, come back in a half hour. And now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. Well, football fans in our audience are likely familiar with the brawl that happened at the Brown steelers game last Thursday night. Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph was hit by Browns defensive end Miles Garrett, and the two got into a back-and-forth scuffle until Garrett ripped off Rudolph's helmet and hit him in the head with it, which caused a big melee between many players. If you missed the fight, this is what it looked like. And here it is.
1: Well, he tackled Rudolph. Rudolph didn't like the way that he was tackled. Oh, was,
7: gosh. Oh, man.
1: Oh. Oh, my goodness. Rips the helmet wow. off Rudolph's head and then eventually swings it and hits him in the head. Okay. Oh, boy.
0: Well, as a result of that, Miles Garrett was suspended indefinitely. So the, the guy who hit the other guy with the helmet was suspended indefinitely by the NFL and there was actually talk of potential criminal charges. I'm not sure if that's been resolved yet or not. He might face criminal charges for what is assault or battery. That's not.
6: Why isn't this a hate crime against the white guy? And what's a white guy doing in the NFL? Well, quarterback, quarterback.
0: Oh, okay, that's fine. Then, right? <laughs> After that fight, I'm so, so sorry, I lost my place in the notes because anyway, whatever. Because Miles,
6: racist,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, Miles Garrett, the guy who did the hitting, the helmet hitting, he had an appeal hearing with the NFL this week, and during the hearing, according to sources familiar, because we don't have a recording of him doing this or actual text submission, but people who were there say Mason Rudolph, uh, or that Miles Garrett accused Mason Rudolph of using a racial slur to prompt the brawl. So, the guy who hit the guy with the helmet is saying, no, 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 he called me, presumably, the N-word, and that's why I attacked
6: how do you know he didn't call him a jigaboo (laughs) he called me a highly outdated racial slur
0: maybe miles garrett had been nagging him at the line of scrimmage for a long time and said hey quit nagging me you dang nagger i'm real tired of it it's time to go home it was at the end of the game who knows it could have been anything the nfl investigated and says uh they found no such evidence
6: there were a of bunch of people slur. around, right? Somebody else would have heard him.
0: You would think a player could corroborate on an NFL field. There are also mics basically everywhere, including on players themselves. So it stands to reason if it happened. The it players was have
6: mics on them?
0: Some of them, not all of them, but several of them do in fact have microphones. It stands to reason that if it happened, it's recorded somewhere. The NFL couldn't find it. Mm. Uh, Miles Garrett responded saying, quote, I was assured that the the hearing was a space that afforded the opportunity to speak openly and honestly about the incident that led to my suspension. This was not meant for public dissemination, the accusation of saying the N-word. Nor was, it convenient, nor was it a convenient attempt to justify my actions or restore my image in the eyes of those I disappointed. I know what I heard. Whether my opponent's comment was born out of frustration or ignorance, I cannot say. But his actions do not excuse my lack of restraint in the moment— and I truly regret the impact this has had on the league, the Browns, and our devoted fans. It should be noted also that immediately after the game, Miles Garrett was asked by a reporter if Rudolph said anything to prompt the fight, and Garrett would not comment at the time.
7: Did Mason say something? Is that what started
4: me? I just gotta go look at it. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna come down. No. Um, okay, so, what? what?
6: What did he say?
0: I just got to look at it, look at the tape. I guess I'm not going to comment on it. Is what he said. So he was asked, did he say anything to you to make you attack him in that way? Well, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know anything right now. is basically what he's saying. Now you would think that if he did in fact say such a thing, this guy would have said that on the spot. Like, yeah, you know, he called me the n-word and I attacked him. Okay. <laughs> Instead, he didn't say anything for a week until he needs it at an appeal hearing before the NFL to try to get some sympathy and a more lenient suspension
6: no justice for crackers only for black African americans (laughs)
0: the black African americans always well if you and uh, the nfl is just saying listen we didn't find any evidence of that and they're not going to answer this question but i wish i could get an answer from the nfl uh let's say you did let's say you heard the recording and he said it so what yeah am i supposed to think that it's fine
6: for him to kick his ass and like hit him in the head with the helmet that you could really get injured doing that
0: was he even
6: injured i didn't even ask
0: i don't think he has an injury but if you look at it in slow motion the kind of the the padded end of it behind like at the base of the neck there is what hit him in the top of the head if that helmet is flipped upside down and the crown of the helmet hits him in the crown of the head I, i mean these guys Miles Garrett is a freak athlete. Like this, the amount of strength behind that hit has right. got to be insane. So you would be talking about very serious injury, if not like potentially career threatening right, injury, right. or even just basic human function type injury, a threatening injury. And
6: they already have all of these pre-existing head injuries. Oh yeah. Um, it's messed but, up. It's, but he, you, he was like, how am I going to get out of the only thing that's going to get out of this, get me out of this. Is saying that
0: somebody called me the n word. <laughs> yeah, and, and watch an NFL game, players are snapping at each other all the time. Like they're just talking shit at each other. And I know the league wants to minimize it and they try to break it up, but at some at some level, that's just part of the game. Players are very emotional in the game. It's a it's a high energy sport. There's going to be a little shit talking.
3: Yeah.
0: And am I supposed to say that like, well, certain words in the shit talking should be punished more than others? Well, what if Mason? What if Miles Garrett called Mason Rudolph a honky? <laughs> and by the way miles garrett is the minority in the nfl to your point earlier like we got to protect the whites in the nfl because they're the fragile minority class yeah no honky words Can't i don't call even a know cracker. the
6: origin of that racial slur
0: honky or cracker
6: i know cracker but honky i don't know no idea i don't find uh, it particularly offensive if, if, if some black the guy called a white guy a honky nobody would care especially in the nfl
0: yeah, I, there's shit talking all the time. I gotta imagine the N word is not actually even that high up on the list of the worst things said. I wish I could hear them all, but I guarantee they're terrible.
6: Where's the meme man, meme man, that is going to clip out this fight and then drop it into a Popeyes?
0: <laughs> that is very clever. I had not, uh, I had not thought of that. But perhaps the clip exists out there. I should have probably framed this as the latest. Uh, the latest Popeye's fight of the week. Uh, if I had thought of that ahead of time,
6: I hear we have more hoax hate.
0: There's even more. Uh, one is an update to a case that we've already, uh, we've already looked at. So recall the, uh, the case of Seth, Seth Dunlap, who is a uh, new Orleans radio host. He claimed that his radio station employer tweeted a response to him on Twitter, calling him a fag remember that oh, one yeah. and then he had this was the,
6: like a month or something ago right
0: yeah i think it was in like september that we were looking at this and the investigation showed that the tweet came from his phone but his lawyer uh said that he passed a polygraph which proves his innocence apparently and the guy was trying to force millions of dollars out of his employer two million dollars for a uh for a hostile workplace that was what he was trying to get in court well he has since been fired they put the radio station put him on leave Then he was fired at the beginning of the month. And now there are court documents which show additional evidence for exactly what's happening here, and they bolster the position of the radio station. So the evidence includes Twitter use logs, which are unique numbers designated to identify a device's connection to the internet. Connected to the
3: IP,
6: right?
0: It's something like that. I don't know. Was this the one
6: where it linked back? sorry if you already said this, where it linked back to the actual radio station that he was sending them from the radio station. He,
0: basically what this confirms is that a device identification number that is known to be linked to his work email, so they can say, okay, this is the same phone that you're checking your email on. It stands to reason it's your phone. Right. It's been hacked by someone else who works here at the station. He's using that phone to log into the radio station's Twitter account, respond, quote tweet, his own tweet, asking some question to the audience and it just says like, lol, you're a fag from the radio station. <laughs> I, I forget right. what, it, it said something like that. Uh. And because of the device identification and the known traffic of that device, they're able to connect it to being his phone. And then there were also web searches. Uh, Seth Dunlap apparently searched for things geared towards finding out more about what information Twitter stores on IP addresses. So before or during this alleged tweet or the tweet that he allegedly sent himself he's googling all sorts of things like uh what kind of like how trackable to the device is a is a specific tweet could someone find that out if they wanted to there were also tweets there were other tweets too that were about like how to tell if your twitter has been hacked or something to be to be fair to him the searches i saw were somewhat reasonable for a person who had that happened. Like if you if your Twitter was actually hacked, you would probably tweet how to tell if your Twitter has been hacked.
6: Uh if I wanted people if I knew people might investigate and I wanted to cover my tracks, I would also do that.
0: And the other thing here is remember it wasn't his Twitter that was allegedly hacked. It was the radio stations. So like why why would he care enough to be investigating on the radio station's behalf? I guess it involved him, but yeah, I'm more inclined to take the cynical interpretation as opposed to the charitable one. I'm just trying to be fair here. Uh, police asked for an extortion charge against Dunlap for the scheme, but uh, the judge declined. Police say the investigation remains ongoing. So we'll see what happens to him. But he's not. You can't tune into his radio show anymore. So RIP. I don't know if it was good or not. You'll appreciate this one. I have two more out of Minnesota to close. This is just a bizarre story, a dedication, I guess. An Eden Prairie woman is accused of faking crimes to obtain visas. Now, I didn't even know that this was a thing as far as these U visas or these visas for uh, immigrants who who participate in the reporting of crime, basically. But here's how the story reads. A Minnesota woman is accused of faking assaults in a scam aimed at obtaining visas issued to crime victims who cooperate with the police. Using a box cutter or sharp object, Euridia Hernandez-Linares of Eden Prairie cut four participants who then filed police reports claiming they had been injured during attempted robberies, according to court documents. She told participants they could obtain a U visa afterwards. Such visas are, quote, set aside for victims of certain crimes who have suffered mental or physical abuse and are helpful Mm. to law enforcement, according to the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services website. She also obtained a U visa for herself in 2016 after falsely claiming to be a crime victim. She's been charged with one count of felony theft by Swindle, which accuses her of uh, (laughs) taking money from the victims. My question is why not... There's a charge
6: called Felony Swift.
0: Which she did, apparently. My question is why not immigration fraud? That seems like what's going on here, but I suppose that's for the feds, not necessarily for... Can we deport her? Uh, Ask Laurel. That's a good question for Laurel. Laurel, I see you in
6: the chat. Can we deport this bitch?
0: (laughs) Now this is what I loved too. Uh, how did they how did they find out about this scheme? Uh, where is it in the actual report? Anyway, uh, the the investigation began after police were suspicious about the wounds involved. Uh, obviously, you'd be looking for stab wounds, right? If, yeah. if you were, if your home was burglarized and someone came in and tried to attack you, that was the claim. You'd be looking for stab wounds. Well, according to the police. All the wounds were clean, superficial cuts of approximately the same length, and each victim sustained only one injury. (laughs) The the charges said none of the wounds were puncture wounds, so she's just like taking a razor blade and cutting a couple inches on their arm and being like, "I was burglarized by a very precise surgeon who I participated (laughs) with willingly." That's that's how it got busted up. It's like. But for your incompetence, you might have got away with this if you just would have consented to allowing someone to kick your ass a little bit. Yeah. Get the Dairo brothers to come rough yeah. you up and then cash in. Well, not cash in, I guess, but enjoy your U visa. Nobody can hoax these days. Worth a damn.
6: You have to give yourself a near fatal injury. Like, just if you really want to commit, stab yourself in the femoral artery and then hoax them to get there in time.
0: Yeah. Well, you're a legend if you survive, I guess. I'll at least acknowledge the effort in such a case. This is the last case to close. A Minnesota DoorDash driver has accused a customer of attacking him. He did this a few weeks ago. Now the alleged attacker is disputing the story. So uh, this is in Greenwood, Minnesota. A Somali DoorDash delivery man claims he was attacked by a homeowner over a botched delivery and told to go back home to his country, to which Blonde would say, so what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go More home to your this. country
6: why do you care if your country doesn't suck
0: okay the driver uh the, so, okay so this is the driver you see on the screen he held a press conference with care the council on american islamic relations uh! and he he made the accusation and uh and worked with police to charge the man with assault the homeowner with assault Now the homeowner, his name is Mike Anderson. He's speaking to local media saying he's being lied about and he has passed a polygraph demonstrating his innocence and he also has home surveillance footage demonstrating his innocence as well. Polygraphs are worthless though. Yeah, and, and to be fair, he doesn't show... The footage, the security footage he apparently has, although he says that will come out soon. We'll we'll get to it in a moment. But he also is now accusing the driver of spitting in his face and said that he personally never got physical with the guy. Uh, So this this is the story.
7: ACCUSED OF ASSAULTING A DELIVERY DRIVER AND SHOUTING RACIAL SLURS SAYS THAT HE HAS proof THE ATTACK NEVER HAPPENED.
5: MIKE ANDERSON NEVER THOUGHT A SUNDAY MORNING ORDER OF COFFEE AND PASTRIES COULD TURN HIS LIFE UPSIDE DOWN.
3: IT'S THE LAST KIND OF THING I COULD EVER IMAGINE THAT WOULD HAPPEN TO ME IN MY LIFE.
5: ABOUT 30 MINUTES AFTER ORDERING THROUGH DOORDASH ON OCTOBER 27TH, ANDERSON SAYS HIS WIFE GOT A CALL FROM Gallbait TELLING HER TO COME OUT AND GET HER ORDER. SHE REFUSED, SAYING SHE SPECIFICALLY NOTED ON THE TICKET TO BRING THE ITEMS TO HER DOOR. THAT'S WHEN ANDERSON WENT OUTSIDE AND FOUND HIS FOOD ON THE DRIVEWAY. Ooh, I that would piss yelled, me so much.
3: HEY, REAL LOUD TO GET HIS ATTENTION, HE STOPPED HIS CAR RIGHT AWAY.
5: HE SAYS THIS WAS THE SECOND TIME GALBATE HAD DELIVERED FOOD TO THE RESIDENTS WITHIN A WEEK AND REFUSED TO BRING IT UP TO THE HOUSE.
3: BASICALLY like I SAID IT'S CALLED DOOR DASH. Okay, it's not that complicated. And he immediately just spit in my face from point blank range. Just I never said anything about referencing his ethnicity, his country of origin, his race, his religion.
5: Earlier this month, Gulbate, along with the Council on American Islamic Relations, held a press conference where a very different version of events was outlined. Immediately uh, verbally assaulting him, with mother Go back to your country. Galbate also accused Anderson of punching him in the head three times. Anderson was arrested and booked on fifth-degree assault charges, which he and his attorney, Joe Tamburino, plan on fighting. No hate crime charges have been filed. No, I did speak with Galbate on the phone this afternoon. He is standing by his version of what happened and claims that he never spit on Anderson. At this point, Anderson and his attorney are not releasing the video that shows the moments leading up to that incident, but they do plan to at some point.
6: Yeah. Like I'm supposed to believe this light in the loafers married guy. I mean, purportedly married, but he seems super gay to me is hmm. going to attack an aggressive Somali. I'm supposed to believe that. I also ordered lemon cakes on a Sunday morning. He didn't kick some Somali guy's ass. That's not, that's not what happened (laughs) here.
0: (laughs) My tea and crumpets were ruined by the moisture left in the driver. I guess I'm confused about the claim of the driver too. So, um, he set the food in the driveway and then drove away, but the guy still, I, I guess I'm they both acknowledged that they confronted each other, but did he run down the, he ran and caught up with the car? How did this happen?
6: Yeah, he ran on the driveway and he was like, yo, oh. this is DoorDash. It is DoorDash and you pay extra for service for them to deliver it to your door. This is like lazy, smally nonsense. I mean, it's lazy to not pick up well, your wait, own coffee you in the morning. you mean extra but...
0: extra for door delivery? What do you mean? Isn't that just the base service? I don't use DoorDash, obviously. I don't
6: use DoorDash either, but if I use, I've used Uber Eats and I've used Grubhub, and like you pay for somebody to bring it to your door. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. I thought you meant that like the default is they leave it on your porch or something. No, they, they, they not ring your doorbell. Do yeah, and they give you the food. Yeah. Just like a pizza delivery guy or anything yes, else. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, a few things I a few other questions i have about this so the somali driver guy says he was punched multiple times presumably there's evidence of this though the timeline is odd because the attack supposedly happened on october 27th but the press conference wasn't until 10 days later on about november 7th where why not why have i not seen the evidence of the punching and if the cops are making an assault charge i assume they have seen it i guess i'm good i'm I guess I'm willing to give the cops the benefit of the doubt. Why would they make a charge with zero evidence?
6: I don't know cuz Somali we're, we're says not able so. To see it, there's definitely no evidence there's no way this guy did this. Come on.
0: The only credit I can give uh for the accusation as well is that there was a 911 call from Somali driver guy at the time. So perhaps there's at least some credibility there, but there's still no demonstration of injury. And also no hate crime, as we heard there, no hate crime filed yet. So no establishment of hate motive, okay, as far what as the if police are concerned.
6: Somali guy spits in his face, and then the guy punches him. I'm fine with that too. Uh,
0: well, I mean, then the Somali guy is certainly the aggressor. That is the initiation of physical aggression, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I hey, guess. Hey, Americans,
6: I'd... is this what you guys wanted? Like, you didn't want to get your fucking coffee in the morning, so we had to bring in a bunch of Somalis to spit in our faces because we're, we need the labor. If only Charlie Kirk, been... are you looking at this Charlie Kirk?
0: Oh, you, you trendy griper, shut up. Come on, uh, that is well, legitimate. Just, Why does this guy uh,
6: need to be in this country? What service I want is he providing my, us?
0: I want my Uzbek rice and beans delivered to my door by this man. And uh, This I is just...
6: <laughs> yuppie boomer nonsense, the kind of stuff this moron probably voted for literally spits in his face
0: if you believe his claim, I don't, I, I need substantiation. I need to see the footage, Ugh. but I'm not inclined to believe the driver's story is told either. No. So no. anyway, that's all I got. We'll catch up on these stories. If more information becomes available, if he does in fact release that footage, mm.
6: Who's releasing the, where, who has the footage, the dri- the driver. The,
0: no, the, uh, the homeowner says he has like home security footage, which shows at least part of the interaction. I don't know if it shows the spitting or the punching but it shows like some of it.
6: Oh my God. I just, I hate everybody in this story.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's catch up with super chat and Streamlabs before we get out of here. I do want to um, say hello to our D live people. Unfortunately, the computer I monitor on lost its connection. So, and because their activity feed doesn't go back in time, I can't see everybody who contributed a message, but I do want to say inertia. Now man- uh, now mentum. Thank you for supporting the show uh, with it with a baseball book. I can't click the links though, man, I can't. I'm not loving
6: I'm sorry, live chats on fire tonight.
0: And thanks to uh, inertia and Darth Jones and Caesar for being our top contributors on D Live tonight. I will open the treasure chest for all to enjoy if you're hanging out on D live sit tight for about 30 seconds. You get to go over on YouTube.
6: Yeah, JL says coded message Cody cross group 44 puzzle three solution. That must be a solution to some puzzle.
0: Somewhere. That one's beyond my knowledge.
6: Um, mellow e thoughts on loudmouth. google it armenian genocide denying shit yuger running for congress happy early thanksgiving all we actually talked about this last week was that
0: in the episode that got banned i don't even remember it might it might have been or we in the episode about that, that, that the front got the front end of it got banned
6: summary unfavorably right That's kind uh
0: of it and it's also not clear that he has a path to victory because he's gonna have to beat out basically everybody and it's my understanding So he and Republicans are viable in that district. So it's not a lock that he beats out the other Democrats and it's not a lock that he beats a Republican there either. So get back to me when he's actually competitive. I haven't seen any polling to judge his support. I have no idea.
6: Oh, Kevin.
0: What did he do this time? On the edge. Well, uh, I defer to your judgment, which, uh, may be a mistake.
6: It's about the black question.
0: The BQ, huh? The
6: (laughs) The old (laughs) PQ. To be fair, I can't think of a more efficient way to answer the BQ in Chicago than putting this chick in charge of catching their murderers. That
0: the <laughs> Did he actually type the BQ?
6: No, he's a black question, and then oh. he called her a retard instead of a chick. So. Nobody
0: okay. asked you, Kevin! Well, that's hateful.
6: Uh, this one I can't read, Kevin. Lalberg, <laughs> you say. Yeah, I can't, I can't. Uh Spicy. I like how every time I refuse to read his super chat, I'll just verbally summarize you'll the say the part. worst
0: part anyway yeah.
6: yeah yeah um the slugly says i used to center browser and have no audio issue it's it's the playback there's always no audio issue initially but a few days later when we go back and review the stream the audio is desynced. it's mad yeah
0: it takes youtube like an hour to process this show after it's done and then it might have the problems and then it might be fixed like two or three days later it's just it's, it's a totally off the wall weird issue that just appeared." Uh, right in line with, you know, a Google moderator censoring our chat and us getting uh, us getting our show knocked offline live for saying Erica Marshmallow and other stuff like that. So, yeah, I, th- I think there's somebody at Google who who is paid to watch the show. Shout out to you. Hi. I hope you enjoy hey
6: uh brendan s callahan girlfriend and i say take our money you no good low down money grabbers we will thank you well thank you uh dragon dj stephen crowder is going to do a live reenactment of the epstein suicide tomorrow on his channel <laughs> they rebuilt his room in their studio i know i had
0: not heard that but i'll have to check that out
6: uh whitey on the moon blonde says hey hole up samples popsicle so you saying bites corner so use be saying Gets cold headache. Dat D's stats say break stick with teeth. I know I am insane with my, I just want to bite the Popsicle. Are you a Popsicle licker or are you a buyer? Uh,
0: No, it's no, I'm not going to sit there. Same with ice cream. I'm not going to sit there and lick it. Like I'm not a deer with a salt lick, man. That's weird. But uh, yeah, I'm not a Popsicle guy either. I just don't, I couldn't tell you the last time I even ate one, to be honest.
6: Yeah, I haven't had one since a a few weeks ago. Two and one, one. Biden is on to something we need to give women equal rights and less. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. That was a good one. I like that one. Hey-o. Hold on. Delayed rim shot because it took me a second to even get it, but I like it.
6: Joshie boy, we got hit hard with those d- domestic violence laws. I believe Joe Biden can really take a stab at it. Yeah, oh, man. For sure. Ryan F., to be fair to Joe Biden, he later clarified he didn't want to punch the issue of domestic violence, but just to smack it around a little bit when it talks back. albert super chad delivering 44 it must be deeply disturbing to the democratic party to know that their front runner is mentally disabled while all their backup candidates are clowns yeah they must be pretty worried i'd imagine
0: and and despite all of this biden still makes me the most nervous as someone who at least as of now wants trump to stay in office Mostly to keep these people out of office, but he, I think he's the most realistic shot they have. Warren uh, is dead people on are arrival. of serious
6: contenders. I don't know. I think Warren is the most serious contender.
0: Zero chance. She actually I don't know. pulls the worst against Trump nationally. Hypothetical matchups. She's really well, actually, I think, but a uh, a judge. I always want to say it the way, like, but a gig, the sticks way, or, you know, other the way people say it. Did you see he did a stupid dance called the but a jig? Yeah, he did.
6: We will not. I've said it before, we will not have a president that is a weak chinned butt pirate, a weak chin <laughs> dancing butt pirate. It's never gonna happen. Not in my United States of America.
0: <laughs> so well, now. you know you know who else is United States of America? This lady. I can't lady's.
7: believe that someone will have so much like hate in their heart. Oh my god.
0: She's got hate in her heart for, for Buddha Judge, for sure.
6: Um, Pittsburgh. please tell me everyone saw the SNL debate skit. It was amazing and the Tulsi part was fantastic. I did not because I, did I didn't. Not watch but that they...
0: They did one previously that actually was pretty good. So maybe if they recover an ability to roast the Democrats, it might be worth checking out. I'll have to, I'll have, to have a view.
6: Das Pooch Kamala's cackle really seals her status as a younger half black Hillary Clinton. This is a, there's a big reason uh, why she's doomed from the start, even if people didn't recognize why they were repulsed by her. Yeah, she does have an evil, evil cackle. And just
0: an annoying one, you know,
6: Albertus mega 44 Warren's tax plan translated into English. I need your money to buy votes. That's correct. Yeah, basically. Slosher, the income tax in 1913 was only supposed to affect millionaires and never be above 60, 6, 6%. Warren's tax will sped. Yeah, jeez. Uh,
0: yeah, is that, that? I didn't even know that's true, but I'll take your word for it. It seems, uh, I, I'm sure it has crept over time. Let's put it that way. And you'd be a fool if you think the wealth tax wouldn't do the same.
6: Kevin, I can't read this one either. This is somehow the worst one.
0: Are you going to give us the cliff notes?
6: No. Okay. He calls. He calls black people property.
0: Uh yeah, we can't do that.
6: Black <laughs> okay. wingo too. California's policies have created this border crisis and has been an issue long before Trump. That is true. Albertus Magnus forty four. The border crisis exists for only one reason. Democrats need the illegal votes. Um, will they need the legal votes? Okay.
0: Why not both?
6: I suppose. Uh, Carnarvon. Hmm. Can't send the message I want, but here are some shekels to keep the show going. Thank you. Well, thanks. Uh, Nicholas Van Neel, Warren looks like an emu. Try getting that image out of your head. Oh. I, can't,
0: yeah. I have trouble picturing an emu in my head. Don't they look like ostriches or something sort of, like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
6: Hassan Chop, wish someone would leak current DNC emails to find out who the nominee will be so we can avoid the rest of these dumbass <laughs> debates last time someone around. Someone asked Donna knew
0: Brazil. Yeah, yeah,
6: really? Oh, yeah, Donna Brazil. Ah, uh, two and one, one. YouTube's reaction to edgy content, demonetize. YouTube's reaction to COPPA, demonetize. Family friendly content. Power to the creators. Hmm. COPPA. What is that an acronym for? COPPA.
0: Uh, that is the law in question about the child angle. I don't know what the acronym actually stands for, but it's Child Protection Act of some kind. Okay. I don't know anything about this law.
6: Downskated. Don't forget that California's Prop 8 in 2008 banning gay marriage passed in part because record black voter turnout to vote for Obama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the leftists didn't talk about it then. Uh, it's been uh, said, repeated, you still get the black community via church. Um, yeah, that they're never going to turn out and vote for. Haven't you people watched The Wire? It's not okay to be a black homo. They, no <laughs> black homos.
0: Well, Um, he's not black though, Buddha judge, but he's trying to get their vote.
6: Yeah. But it's, can you imagine like, there's this character who's this black hood rat and he's the, never mind. Everybody watch
0: the wire. (laughs) I'll have to check it out. Take Um, your word for it.
6: Laurel says for blonde, what to expect when you're expecting is hands down the best pregnancy book. I read it compulsively throughout both of my pregnancies. I would send it to you, but you don't post PO box. Thank you, Laurel. Although I have heard that she is against co-sleeping, which I do plan to do. Hmm. Um, A big donation from John Martin. Congratulations, Blonde. Even if I don't agree with absolutely every hot take, I love what you and Matt have built here. Still makes me smile and keep me sane. Thank you so much. I am not going to be. Why don't leader. you agree with every one of our you, hot takes? You John better. Yeah.
0: Although, how are you supposed to agree with both of us all
2: the time?
6: That's true. Um, hmm. That's impossible. TNT Cycles PDX. Congratulations, Blond. You and your hubby. We all love you and are so happy for you. Now it's your turn, Matt. Actually, Matt is pregnant right now.
0: <laughs> well, don't reveal the news no uh there it's gonna be a little bit of time but don't worry it, it'll happen check in in like mm, a year a year and a half you, you'll you'll be ahead of me but maybe our kids can play little league together that'll be fun oh my god <laughs>
6: that, would, that would make me so happy
0: but not football because that's gay
6: I'm too gay. Yeah. Uh, Graham Godfrey for the baby, thank you. Uh, J Mel says, J Mel, do you ever wonder how susceptible our country is to occupation? Um, a la Red Dawn, lots of corruption, and seems some would roll over if China or Russia dropped in. would. Okay, Kevin Flanagan, I'm game. LMAO, I've never met a bank teller who's as milk toast as Ping's ice cold neocon take. Imagine letting <laughs> non whites into your cult. DSA wow, kind of he really it.
0: roasted you. He that's said, uh, that's that's good preparation for your appearance on ROTC, though. I'm
6: It'll never going to do that.
0: Toughen you up.
6: Uh, no, it was a totally futile endeavor. I don't it know. It was a waste of time. Yeah, I would never go on. Um, he also said, "We know the kids at least half Asian." Ping. <laughs> uh, Sockpuppet Joe, uh, Sicily Strong did a great Tulsi on SNL. Maybe I should check it out then. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, Pittsburgh blonde. I'm honored and grateful that you will read the super chat. And I hope that your first child be a masculine child that uses fountain pens. One <laughs> can help. Um, Marba 93. Congratulations. Blonde. I'll offer many prayers on you and your family's behalf. Not sure how far the prayers of a <laughs> singing sodomite will go. Uh, <laughs> but for what they're worth, you can count on many rosaries. God bless. Thank you. Rocky mountain monks. So the Democrats want to bring people together when governments bring people together. It's usually in a concentration camp or gulag.
0: Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Compulsory uh, unification often is not all it's advertised right. to be. Yeah.
6: Adam Jaso, hello from the Bay Area. Oh, I'm sorry, man. First time donating, been following Matt since November 2016. Thank you for all that you guys do each week. I love Matt's balanced point of view. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Adam. Oh, well,
0: thanks. Much appreciated. Uh-huh. Thanks for tuning in
6: kevin barber so many questions suppose biden did what trump thinks he did are Dems saying it's criminal to ask about it are they saying if a dem does something wrong they must get away with it
0: yeah the standards fluctuate the standards are always measured by political convenience and not by principle that's the problem yeah and uh and that's why we're gonna once the once the 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 dynamics of power here are shifted like i was saying earlier we're gonna find out what wins are we going to try to go tit for tat and get revenge or are we going to try to uphold what would be the ideal and a commitment to principle ah oh, god you know i want a country of principle but at the same time how the hell are we going to get these people to get on board with that sort of thing like good good freaking luck man so i'm not i'm not trying to be too harsh on the people who are like nope it's bloodlust in response that's it metaphorical bloodlust susan not literal
6: carry on <laughs> yeah metaphorical for you bridge burner bear congratulations fun thank you so much um i really was not gonna tell anybody about this for like a few more weeks but the vomiting on the show last week was like a dead giveaway tell
0: anybody about what your illness
6: yeah my autoimmune disease you have aids um it's okay i'm curing it with an all meat diet though
0: you you're going the the peterson diet That's
6: am so all meat. right uh kevin flanagan Base brown shirts versus black shirt fight. Fascists and Steelers fans <laughs> get the cyclone. Why would I read that
0: one? I forgot. And Kevin Flanagan is a Cleveland guy, right? So of course he would be a brown shirt fan. That makes sense.
6: Uh, Jamie Clay totally going to Rose McGowan. You millennials, to make you wish a happy birthday to Lilac Moon. Happy birthday, Lilac. sure. Happy
0: birthday, Lilac.
6: Derek Finley Rudolph should sue for defamation. Also, congrats to Uncle Dad Biden. Sounds just like another day in Arkansas.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe appropriate.
6: Michael Anderson, the police should not pursue extortion charges against the radio station guy. Apparently bribery pulls better with potential killers. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Michael Anderson also said, not only wasn't me, it wasn't effing me. Who said that?
0: Well, the name of the homeowner in Minnesota is Mike Anderson. Oh. So, but I assume there's probably a, a fair amount of Mike Andersons out there who want to clear their names. I see. Yeah.
6: Um, Nicola, Nicolia, I'm sorry, Kraft, uh, still not convinced Kevin Flanagan isn't just blonde trying to get people to watch live and read her spicy super chats. (laughs) Has anyone ever even seen the two in the same place at the same time before? I mean, Kevin is uh, elusive. I mean, nobody knows who he is. We know that he lives in Ohio, right?
0: Go on to the Discord server, seriously speaking. You want to interact with Kevin Flanagan, have at it. He's on our discord server except discord available. moderators don't go on there don't ban our discord server it's nothing but unicorn and puppy talk but yes he is a, a real person you can talk to is, a, is it in fact uh blonde's mom i don't know that would be another theory to
6: consider i don't think my mom knows how to use super chats. so hmm. uh kevin barber they tell us that our unconscious racial biases are potent and impacting poor kids we don't know but their open political bias doesn't affect their judgment at all. As Schiff and Hillary see treason and Russian agents everywhere. That's so true.
0: Yeah.
6: Kevin Flanagan. I can't.
0: He's at it again. All right.
6: Um. And Nicolia craft says, nice one. Blonde won't fool me this time. They're on uh, to you. They are. Um, Derek Finley. I only had the issue with syncing on 1080p. Maybe they want to pe- keep people away from seeing your Erica marshmallow picture in the back. There.
0: Oh, really? I did not know there was a resolution difference. But if people are hearing that and you're having the issue, try changing the resolution, I guess. That, I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> uh,
6: it's This is Midnight As It's not a gig. It's but a plug. Get it right. Oh, also that's like right. But a chug. That's good. Um, what
0: about Pete Fakabut? <laughs> That's we go that, we go with that, <laughs> one that one in our household, which you know doesn't really line up that well. But Pete, yes. fuck a butt.
6: I like that one a lot. It's got it really rolls off the tongue.
0: Pete, get fucked in the butt. Whatever, oh, yeah. like you know, take your pick. The butt puns know, are everywhere.
6: Probably not yeah. though. His chin leads me to believe that he's catching D's every day. Well, every his day. husband
0: is way more uh, way more effeminate. What? Yeah, because, well, I don't think. Pete Buttigieg, if I d- had no idea, I don't know that I would consider him obviously gay. I, I don't think he's, he's not flaming is what I'm saying.
6: Are you serious? You're gay arm have broken.
0: He doesn't even have the lisp. He doesn't even have the, the, the speaking style.
6: Weak chin. Plus you can tell he has soft hands. He has a high voice and he's uh, basically a socialist.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't think it's an unreasonable guess, but I also wouldn't consider it obvious. And his husband is way more obviously gay.
6: That dude is, like, clearly a homosexual.
0: Well, look at his husband and then tell me who pitches and who catches.
6: Oh, I'll do it after the show. Gross. <laughs> I've I've thought a lot about Pete Buttigieg's butthole in this episode, and I, yeah. I don't ever want to think about this. Thing. Your um, quarrel,
0: sir, ugh. is with my rectum. That's Ooh. what he said to uh, Mike Pence.
6: Are you serious?
0: Well, remember he had that big grandstanding speech where he's like, your quarrel, sir, is with my creator. I mean, that's another, like, your quarrel, oh. sir, is with the mixture of <laughs> I'm just gonna stuff you can make a lot of things i'm gonna that let you off of this one the quarrel could be about that are hilarious
6: oh dear god uh Medley says hey matt when are you coming back to minnesota when i found it i missed you i cried myself to sleep like a fat childless blue haired
0: oh bummer it was a fun time things. and uh man, it was really good to introduce my fiance and my extended family. So that was a lot of fun. We had a ton of fun at the Vikings game. That was really cool. And, uh, of course, man, I couldn't believe how big the turnout for people meeting at the, the brewery that, that, uh, that night was either. So, uh, I don't know when the next time will be, but I don't think it'll be that long. It's, I mean, we definitely could be back uh, in a year's time or something like that because we had a great time. And, um, and honestly, I need to, I should be a better family member and see my extended family more often than I do. So uh, if it happens again, um, I don't, here's the thing. We have the Minnesota meetup group and I emailed them because I wanted to get in touch with people who I know are avid listeners. And also I didn't want to make a public announcement because you never know who shows up with public announcements. So oh, if if you want to get in the loop on that sort of thing, you should get in touch with, um, well, send me an email actually. And I'll get you, if you're not in the loop with the rest of the Minnesota group, I'll I'll get you the contact emails you need. Cause that's the group I'll work with in the future so that we don't get like an Antifa attacked or something like that.
6: Um, Amber Wayne says, congrats blonde. We're progress at the same time. We found out we're having a boy and hubby is over the moon. Happy. Congratulations. Well, Congratulations jay says tit or tat burn this it down lawfully with due process burn it down must be what he meant. Uh, or burn law- the
0: shit down and they censored it or something yeah maybe uh, he's talking about metaphorical bloodlust of course that susan will ban
6: darlene cates um our favorite boomer and i'm not saying that in a mean way
0: it's 100 percent true
6: it's 100 percent true yeah yeah in honor of new granddaughter born today congratulations oh well darlene. congrats
0: that's great to hear
6: uh rsn started watching super late but i just want to say my wife and i have been betting on blonde's pregnancy for weeks congratulations <laughs> blonde we're so happy for you also matt get moving already my parents called me to chew me out about being low energy on the show today or maybe i called them about something else and then they were chewing me out about this and uh they're like everybody knows you just just tell them it's fine just just tell them
0: is there is there anybody who hasn't connected the dots at this point i like to kind of well, tease people, about h- this but i'll defer to thoughts- you whenever you want to make whatever you want to be explicit
6: I mean, people have thought that I was pregnant before many times on the show. That's Um, true. And so I was like, "Uh," and then it's just, I'm only 10 weeks. And so I'm like, I wanted to wait until I was out of the first trimester to tell people.
0: It's official. Now the one guy who's like, I'm holding on to skepticism about this. I think she just had a bad salad at the restaurant.
6: I mean, everybody everybody knew the cat's kind of out of the bag because of the bout of morning sickness that I got. Last week, for those of you that weren't watching, I actually had to turn my camera off so that I could dry heave in the trash can right next
0: to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you kind of bailed uh, a little early.
6: And also, um, um, we were talking about something discussed, and like I could not focus last week. This pregnancy brain thing is really real. I feel so retarded. I've never felt dumber in my life. I feel so dumb. You lose 15% of the, the gray matter in your brain.
0: Jesus. Okay. Yeah.
6: And so I actually feel like I have been kicked in the head by a horse and I am just sleeping 17 hours a day. I've been totally useless on the show for like four weeks. And I was like, at some point, it's just better to tell people that, that you're pregnant. I really sure. wanted to wait a few weeks, but. Yeah.
0: And of course we will, as far as, obviously, well, you've heard it from me privately, but congratulations publicly. You. And, and, you know, I share the same sentiment as, <clears throat> as the rest of the audience, I'm happy for you. And selfishly, I'm happy at the prospect of maybe future reduced anxiety levels once this yeah,
6: is Yeah. <laughs> I was and, really uh, sensitive about it because it took me a while to get pregnant. Of course. And, um, everybody, where are your white babies, blah, blah. And the stress, I think, you know, I got all this testing done and everything like that because I was freaking out about it. And they were like, listen, you have the egg reserve of a much younger woman. We think that this is stress related. Yeah. You have to reduce your stress if you want to get pregnant. So I stopped making videos. And then the month I got all that testing done was the month that I got pregnant, so.
0: Well, there you go. I'm glad that that worked out. And of course, uh, you you know, we're going to do the best that we can to make sure that this show continues uninterrupted, but obviously your, your due date is what? Like July?
6: It is June 26th.
0: It's okay. So end of June. So it's a reasonable expectation that there will be some impacts on the show between now and then in particular at that time. Right. I have no intention of uh, of ending this show for any reason. So I just defer to whatever you need to get done. And we'll, um, we'll figure out a way to carry on. So don't worry about any of that for people. No,
6: hopefully audience. I can take a little break on the show to breastfeed or I can have my husband bring the baby in and I can breastfeed and keep the camera high or something. But we're going to try to keep it going. <laughs> we'll have to talk
0: about that one. I mean, but, we're going to uh, have
6: to keep... We'll try to keep it going with as much regularity. Obviously, if I go into labor or something, I'm...
0: No. Yeah. I mean, it, it's we're going to yeah.
6: have to we're going to have to make some allowances for childbirth. I
0: think. We'll figure it out as we go. And of course, we appreciate um, audience understanding in that way. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, we're not going anywhere. It's just now there's going to be like a small child running around in the background to fight with Caesar, perhaps. And then the pressure know. on me to, to join the party.
6: I'm going to have to rehome Caesar, I think.
0: No he, way. He's
6: going to try to kill the baby. I had some little oh kids God. over the other day and he was like not being very nice to them. And he keeps trying to kill my husband. And Who's
0: going to, how are you going to rehome a like 15 year old? He's blind seven. Chihuahua.
6: He's seven. He has his eye. He has no teeth, but he has oh, eyesight. Okay. Um, there is a girl that watches him and I've texted her and she like, she Caesar loves her. And I've texted oh. her and been like, I'm going to give him a chance with the baby. But the first time that he growls at the baby, like this dog is fucking out of here. Are you interested? And she's like, I love him so much. I'll totally oh, take it. Oh. I was like, all there right. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, all right. Um, well, I'm glad we had the moment. Yeah. We,
6: did, we did have a moment. I'll make a video about this soon, but I'm still trying to keep stress low, and I, I have two weeks to get out of the first trimester, so everybody's just going to have to just chill. I'll make a formal announcement later. <laughs> um, Grandmaster level. My wife is nine days overdue, and she's getting induced in the morning, really hoping for a boy. I already have two girls cheers congratulations congrats like, hey that's my policy
0: it. man if i have three daughters i'm out like listen i, ha- I tried oh my gosh. i'm out
6: you think that you're really gonna <laughs> care about it but especially when it takes yeah. you a long time to get pregnant or there have been other issues um like i genuinely do not even have a gender preference i'm convinced it's a girl but
0: i would like to have both i would like the experience of raising both i think it, yeah i think that'd be great so
6: um Christy Alexander, congratulations. I'm currently 32 weeks with my first. You're gonna be a great mom. Thank you so much, Christy. Wow. Congratulations. It's,
0: this is just a pregnancy party tonight. This I is crazy. Know. Congratulations.
6: Um, Miles Kinslow. Hey guys, Biden is confused as Pete Buttigieg's sperm. Love the show. Um <laughs> oh, God. And one <laughs> Leave more. Pete alone. Oh, I actually have a few more, actually. Hmm. Uh I just said actually twice in the same sentence. Um C2K, here's 10 bucks for the baby fund, Matt you get none of this contribution. Congrats to you both blonde and Matt Fields. Congratulations, blonde and husband. Uh, God bless your family and future. And I did want to make one more announcement, which I was just going to announce in the, in the video that I made the pregnancy announcement, but I guess kind of cats out of the bag on this one. I am also, uh, I've been talking over starting another channel with my friend critical condition and we like a
0: co-op t- channel or something.
6: Yeah. We're just going to share a channel together because, um, my audience is 95% male. And so I can't talk about the motherhood stuff. Like they're not going to give a shit, but I, what hmm. I really want to talk about pregnancy and I want to talk about motherhood and everything like that. And my friend Robin is, she's about 10 weeks ahead of me. Um, okay. In her pregnancy. Yeah, so sure. what it sounds like is that we're going to start a channel together where we can talk about these things. We're going to eventually branch out into some cooking, things like that. Uh, do some family style vlogs we won't we won't show our babies or anything like that
0: Homemaking well white you're going to get censored
6: that is the plan yeah. <laughs> yeah but we're having a hard time um with ideas for channel names so if you can think of anything because beauty and the, and the beta was in audience suggestion so i really love to have an audience suggestion um we've been we're kind of coming up with some with some okay stuff but if um if it came from the audience i'd also be really happy about that Hmm. so shoot me an email and expect to see some videos on that channel what's Um, the
0: email address if you want to give it out
6: blonde in the belly of the beast at gmail.com
0: pro tip whenever you're mad at blonde send Send that yeah (laughs)
6: um yeah and if you're a chick and you're interested in this homemaking element i think that there's a real market for this and i'm just burnt out on my channel as you can clearly tell because i haven't made a Hmm. video in two months so all right, we're good. <laughs> All
0: right. I got a few more over on Streamlabs and then we'll uh, we'll call it, it. Does it feel good, by the way, to get uh, you reach this decision to make well, the announcement? Well, I wasn't going to say it...
6: anything until I talked to my parents today and they're like, everyone knows and you're not putting any effort on the show and you need to tell people why. <laughs> I guess. I just it, so feel tired, like there's a burden you know?
0: lifted off of you, I suppose.
6: Yeah, but I'm also still in my first trimester. And so I, no. if something goes wrong, I, I'm going to have to tell everybody, which is also... I don't want to do that either. You know, yeah. but I just hope that everybody will be supportive and know that I didn't want to give you this information quite yet, but here we are.
0: Sure. All right. Uh, just a few more, a few more over on stream We'll call it a night. Canadian egg says finally can watch live in quite some time, officially watching on Bitshoot and D live with all this YouTube censorship. Well, now's a good time to hop over to those alternative platforms and I'm not leaving YouTube until they outright delete me. So just uh, watch wherever you prefer to watch, and we're thankful to have you viewing. Michael Schlecht says, I was recognized by someone as Michael Schlecht while shopping for a fantasy football win against Skag at the Imagination Store. That's right. He and I are matched up today, and I haven't checked, but we were in a tight matchup before uh, Sunday night's uh, this, the Packers 49ers game going on right now. He's got some Packers players. We flashed each other the okay sign before Heil-fiving each other before saying <laughs> the secret B-A-T-B credo. Heil-five. I like that I term. I like it,
3: yeah.
0: Thanks, man. Irish Nat says, uh, I'm surprised everyone missed the gaff of Swalwell was the first to drop the nukes on Chris Matthews preemptively strike, at least excited for the show tonight, you two. Well, yeah, he, that was another gag is that he he made good on his threat to bomb Americans. So he just... He gassed well he didn't bomb them he gassed them all it was a world war ii reenactment or something like that uh or at least a pr- particular world war ii re-enactment. you get the point jv dude says trying to donate to skag3 whoever that is with this streamlabs things if streamlabs thing eat shit youtube well thank you for that thanks for coming over and uh yeah you know susan wiki wiki uh well i i can't say a lot of nice things about her let's put it that way Redicus says uh, okay nickname time Femcel minion, despicable Z, this is celibacy, jugger nausea. She isn't a cook as Carl the Cuck or Chubby Cabra or oh nickname for the, the feminist at Chico State. Oh, I yeah. didn't get it at first. We
6: had a Chubby Cabra, didn't
0: we? Well, so he's saying she isn't as she isn't as I think it was supposed to be Cuck as Carl the Cuck or Cook as Carl the Cuck or Chubby Cabra. Not exactly sure what he means here, but he's not he says she isn't like those people or Triglypuff. But she is just shy of memeable. Also, uh, sorry for getting you to say Charlie last week. Oh, I can't. I i don't know if that maybe there was a misspelling there. Did I say what did I say about Charlie? I don't remember. I don't know. But as far as nicknames, Femsel Minion, Despicable Z, this is celibacy, <laughs> juggernautia Those aren't bad. Okay. Those aren't bad. Nate MK says, "Greetings from New Zealand. Here, take my buyback money. Please put it towards a military-style semi-auto assault AR-15." Gladly, we do need to defend the show, of course. And um, seriously speaking, all the best down in New Zealand. I, I, I mean, what's going on there is a lot of the stuff I fear happening in this country. So, yeah. uh, I hope that you guys weather the storm, and may uh, and I and I hope I hope for a good outcome in the end, of, of course, as well. Phil says. We keep getting safety messages at work about fall and winter driving. Look out for the leaves, deer, and black ice. It seems to me that 13% of the ice is responsible for at least 52% of the car accidents. Just check That's out r-
6: for that black ice.
0: Another hate statistic, Redicus says. Warren keeps flip-flopping on the wealth tax being either a 2 or 6%, and that is the margins on most businesses, so all their wealth would have to be making 7% or higher. Uh, I would like to see the offshoring that would happen just before she got done. Yeah, I mean, exactly, that fair point. Like you're, a lot of very large, very successful businesses, even if they're multi uh, billion dollar operations, potentially the profit margin is something in that neighborhood. And if you're telling even a company that large, that we're just going to slice off your profit margin yeah. and, and well, then why would I operate? Yeah. And again, I'll qualify. She has said that this is an individual tax so far, not a business tax, but Is it though? I, I don't know. She's not very good at explaining these things. So we'll see how it expands or not. Redicus also says she is also the most disingenuous person on that stage and refuses to come up with the reality of her own proposals. Wealth taxes always fail. Abortion is a losing issue. Medicare would be really Medicaid for all. And it is hard to get a doctor on Medicaid. Yeah, and Medicare sometimes, too. The reality is the, the, pay, uh, the payment for services on both of those tend to be much lower mm-hmm. than private insurers. Yeah. So we're going to force doctors to be doctors at gunpoint, too. That's the answer when it's no longer profitable for them gotta be careful on this one uh can i say this wet back nagger Uh, the first part is also bad (laughs) okay he asks ass or titties um just yeah i just like a woman who's well put together how about that uh let me let me put it this way uh god i hate that my parents listen to this show
6: it's really bad there is such a
0: there's definitely such a thing as too much in either department yeah, and there's definitely such a thing as a comically large rack. Comically large racks do nothing for me. So I don't know. Interpret that how you will.
6: I'm not a dude, but I think that dudes should care more about nipple proportion than they should about breast size.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's, that's yeah. You gotta like
6: everybody look at the Christina Hendricks fappening pictures. If you
0: what's wrong with them?
6: She's got big old titties. But, like but the, tiny nips? No, that's the dream. She's got the biggest oh. fading nipples I've ever seen in my life. It's like baby toes and then they just like fade into nothing over her giant tits.
0: Well, what about like huge salami nipples on an A cup?
6: No deal. That's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst breast combination that exists.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, thanks for the question. Michu says, congratulations <laughs> to the people of Hong Kong. Seven in 10 eligible voters turned out, to, uh, turned out today. Pro-democracy seats went from... 72 to 389 out of 452 cheers in freedom. I have not seen this result because I'm an ignorant American who doesn't pay attention to foreign news. So if that's true, that's very good to hear. And thanks for the update. Let's see. Uh, Redicus says the left has uh, has to draw the difference between how what Biden did is above board, but what Trump did is illicit because I will not be held to a different standard than my enemy And there seems to be tons of smoke behind Hunter with millions of taxpayer dollars. Yeah. uh, Yeah. But again, it's about it's about uh, convenience rather than principle. So, you know, good luck with that one. Phil says the people who left these worthless. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I can't read this, man. This is this is this is quasi Kevin material. I, yeah dude I, I, that one that one's too far but i appreciate the support for the show i'm that one's that one's gonna get me banned man but thank you and uh Wolsey, before we get out of here says congratulations blonde thank so, you very kind anything else before we call it a show
6: no i i feel good i've got this off my chest and now mm-hmm. i can openly vomit on <laughs> on the podcast without speculation
0: <laughs> sounds like a plan well i'm glad that uh, you made the decision to just come out and say it and of course uh, thanks to everybody who had very kind words for you too i mean it is very humbling how much of a community this actually is it's such a cool thing to see so thanks for sharing that with us and um and of course thanks everybody who, who has hung out with us live tonight Uh, thanks um, if you're listening later and it's not out of of sync and all messed up thank you uh, for hanging out with us as well remember um, if you are uh, looking for more material you can find that on the audio platforms we got all kinds of stuff up there the call in show on Wednesdays you can listen back to my horrible debate stream thing or whatever from this week bunch of extra material they're all linked in the description for you if you want to check those out you can also email us, that's beta at gmail.com. In the meantime, we'll be back next Sunday with a short Thanksgiving show. Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd's not meet the press. It's Beauty and the Beta.
3: Guys.
0: See ya.